This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with all the latest news, and join our Discord community to chat with players and fellow listeners. The Esoteric Order broadcasts from Santa Fe, New Mexico. We recognize these episodes are produced on the traditional territory of the Tewa-speaking Pueblo peoples, and we acknowledge their community, their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. The future has imploded into the present, with no nuclear war and new battlefields in people's minds and souls. Mega corporations are the new governments, and computer-generated info domains are the new frontiers. Though there is better living through science and chemistry, we are all becoming cyborgs. The computer is the new cool tool. Though we say all information should be free, it is not. Information is power and currency of the virtual world we inhabit, so mistrust authority. Cyberpunks are the true rebels. Cyberculture is coming in under the radar of ordinary society, and an unholy alliance of the tech world and the world of organized dissent. Welcome to the Cyber Corporation, Cyberpunks. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present The Reclaimed Perimeter, a cyberpunk red campaign with David Larkin as the gamer. And oh, I had a note here. Uh oh! Um, stop being weird. Stop being weird. I've already failed. I've already failed in that task. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we had a new patron to thank. What? Oh my! How can this be? Oh, they're coming thick and fast now. What in like the world? Like Reese's. I know. No. There were two last time. It's like and... that old, yeah, that old saying about patrons—they come in threes. Um. That's not a saying. It is now. All right, so <laughs> it sounded say. so foreboding. <laughs> now. Well struck, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you to Brent Caldwell. Caldwell in the house. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Brent. Mm-hmm. And with 
no further ado, on that note, we will get oh. into this. The first session of this campaign, right? Well, yep. kind yeah, of, it's completely sort of. And utterly the first session of this campaign. And so because mm, it's the first session. I've literally never seen a cyberpunk before. <laughs> yeah. What is a cyberpunk? I don't know. Um, but cyberpunk? A cybered punk. Because it is the first uh, session, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, about Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah, that's right. Our actually, sponsor, Squarespace. Actually, it's, uh, we switched. It's now Squatty Potty. So. <laughs> oh, sweet. Ah. Yeah. All right. So, yes, this is uh, Cyberpunk Red, the reclaimed perimeter. Um, we're going to be exploring some themes in this campaign. Themes like chosen family, ghosts of the past, identity, and nature of reality. Those are light themes. We're going over how improvement works in the game. So you have all filled out your playstyle matrix, I guess is what we'll call it, which is a very nifty mechanic. Player playstyle based improvement. Yeah, they should yeah. have this little guide because it's friggin' cool. Yeah, it's it's a matrix. It's it's you know, uh, four cells with you know things in them. Right. So yeah, so there's four cells with little qualitative, just or not even qualitative. They're just like statements about what you like, right? Out of a gaming experience. Mm -hmm. like and your uh, yeah, your playstyle, like yeah, what 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 you find most important with playing, to quote the book. And so you go through and you highlight or circle the five top picks and then you count up uh you know your uh which which two boxes have the most right so it's a it's four so, boxes it's a square yeah and then there's there's a box for warriors box for socializers box for explorers and box for role players and there's like Correct. five or not five eight like eight things in each thing like this is what you like to do with the game mm-hmm so, like, for the warrior box, it says defeat an army and enemy in battle, gain a powerful tool or weapon, prove your skill in battle. So you, like, pick the ones that you like. And then when you tally them up, then that's your primary. You have a primary play style and then a secondary play style. Correct. So, Des, okay. what did you get? Okay, so I got explorers, explorer, and role player. Mm -hmm. and that's primary and secondary. Yeah, primary is explorer, the most in that. So meet someone new in the world, learn about the world and its lore, establish a place or an alliance, contribute to the history of the world. Oh, wow. Um, which is what I like. So and then for... Yeah. You're heavy on Explorer. Play, oh, definitely. And then yeah. for role-playing, I had, like, know about the pet's favorite things, friends and enemies of my character. <laughs> like, my character has true. a pet, so I have oh, to yeah. that one. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I like I like to know what my character likes and doesn't like. Mm -hmm. And then pictures of my character. I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got. That's awesome. Cool. And Rainy? Um, I am a role player socializer. I was almost offended by that because I am not social. But then I read the description for socializer and it says that I like to contribute in and out of the game with things That's that true. support the group. And I was like, fair yep. enough. <laughs> let, the, let the record show that she made a custom calendar for everyone to track their rent payments and other, you know, important anniversaries okay. for this That's campaign. True. So complete with calendar art. So mm -hmm. 
<laughs> you damn socializer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, Dave, how did you do? How did you come uh, out? So I ended up with an explorer role player. Um, so I like meeting new people in the world. I like to establish a place or alliance. Um, I, I enjoy writing up my character's backgrounds and creating extended family around my character. And then I did have one little toe touching in the warrior section over there because mm. I do enjoy having a nemesis to beat. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. nice. And you do have a nemesis to beat. So Ooh. there we go. I, I do have a nemesis. Yes. At least one. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Santi, how did you do? Uh, I ended up a four-year role player. Mm-hmm. Because, Such a surprise. Um, yeah. <laughs> much surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so shock. <laughs> uh, I like to uh, prove my skill in battle and defeat enemies in battle. And... Um, role player is uh, pick, act out the accents and mannerisms of your character, but it was more the description where uh, that last sentence for role players where it says they enjoy acting out quote unquote important scenes with speeches or elaborate descriptions. <laughs> they so wrote that is, <laughs> they could put like right after that, aka they talk too fucking much. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I, I would yeah, like yeah, to yeah, point out too. that um, Warrior is the only box I did not choose anything in. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, me, mine too. Mine is empty, and I did have one thing in Socializer, which was contribute to the success of the group. Mm. Um, I like doing that, but um, I usually am not very good at it, but I like to think that I'm helping. So, yeah. The one I picked from Socializing box was uh, Team Up to Beat a Challenge, because mm. I've learned that I just... I, I really don't like being at odds with like the other players. I want to be like friends and on the same team, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. yeah. Ah. When I find myself at odds with, with another player, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't like it. So mm. I had to pick that one for sure. <laughs> I think this is a very super cool tool. I think it's great that it's, but it looks like it's on page 403 of this book. Or is that just 409? 409. Okay, so that seems like that should be something in the front of the book. Am I wrong? Well, the reason it's on page 409 is because, and here I will share my screen. Oh my God. So you can see the. <laughs> yeah, oh, you shouldn't have seen that. Uh, <laughs> so that you can see. Okay. This is under Getting Better. Okay, Ooh. so this is the. This is the how to improve your character. So improving your character is actually based on how you play the game. Oh. <clears throat> so the first thing you do is you determine what kind of player you are. I make that note. And then for earning improvement points, which are the sort of the, the character points or the XP or whatever you want to call that you spend to make yourself better. Uh, after the game session, I award all players improvement points based on how successful you were in your mission. If the mission was finished successfully or unsuccessfully, the players gain improvement points based on their group's success. Uh, unless they did something I consider standout that would award you more points. However, if it's one of those sessions where we haven't quite gotten to the end of the mission or whatever, you know, whatever the arc is, whatever I define as the end, 
then you're awarded IP based on either your primary or secondary play style. Hmm. So, and then we have this nice little table here. So you can earn anything from 10 points all the way up to 80 points. And they have all these sample wow. benchmarks. So like for Des, who's an explorer and a role player, her minimum her minimum bench uh, benchmark she has to clear is either attempted to investigate or explore the world slash situation often, even if not to exceptional effect, or attempted to role play character often. Those that are pretty sounds easy. Like pretty much what I do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Des can't help but do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Now, it's interesting that all of you have role player to some extent, you know, either primary or secondary. So all of you will earn at least 10 improvement points if you attempt to role play your character often. <laughs> That's the absolute <laughs> bottom. They succeed at role play. Yeah, just no. Role play. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Because you see it goes up. So at 20 points, it's role played in character all the time, often effectively. Ooh. Frequent and effective use of role playing to accomplish a goal. Uh, acted, not rolled to accomplish tasks. Did something out of the ordinary, role-playing-wise. Clever speech, interaction. Very effective or clever use of role-playing. You know, it goes up, 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 up. So 80 is, did something really incredible in role-playing, such as a heroic speech, star moment, or amazing influence on game outcomes through role-playing. Okay, so that's going to be yeah. all the time. I mean, like, that's just what we do. Yeah. Right. Well, Whereas, like, for Santi, <laughs> for Santi as a warrior, he can earn 80 improvement points if he did something really incredible in a combat encounter. Hold in one shot, took down impossible enemy, enemy or nemesis, saved entire party. Whereas his minimum Ooh. benchmark is used combat skills often, even if not to exceptional effectiveness. Uh, yeah. Little, little typo <laughs> like there. But it says a nemesis, not my nemesis. So yeah, like, I just could someone's like, <laughs> yeah, a rat. I, I, yeah. Could, I could drill Shim's dude in the head <laughs> like at a pivotal <laughs> moment. You know, and one totally step. eliminate the catharsis of the scene. <laughs> and like, yay, ADXP for me. Oh <laughs> my <get> god. <laughs> I would anyway, and then <laughs> and then oh. and then obviously the group. Uh, award is, is based on how well you executed the, the goals of the mission, however those are defined, you know. So. I think we're up for it. I like this. I think this is very cool. Like, I think that yeah. should be at the front of the damn book, to be like... If well, it's a great... Like, yeah. It's it's a great take on, on experience point systems, because it unless you're like, no, I like to kill shit, it's not contingent on killing shit. Now, that right. can be part of it, you know, if, if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. But, you know, well, yeah, only one of you's got warrior at all. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, that should bode well. Yeah, um, yeah. I do like I that my minimum for socializer is be supportive and helpful. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. in or out of the game. So yeah. you've already earned your improvement points for making that yeah. calendar, for example. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, actually, let's see here. Uh, supportive actions were helpful in maintaining player party unity and cohesion. Quote lists, game notebooks, etc. Mm. Character diaries. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah. I like that. Things shut me. It gives people ideas. It gives people yeah. ideas on like how to be better, a better player. Which I yeah. Guess. So I'll I'll screen cap these uh, this table here and send it out to you so that you can look at it and just kind of. Just get take some ideas and just like power up like yeah, so yeah. The system exactly yeah, yeah. by just being amazing <laughs> all the time not finishing our group task just being no individually just being, yeah. amazing yes yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
And then you can see here your costs, just incidentally. So, like, if you're at level 4 of a skill and you want to go level 5, you have to spend 100 improvement points. Uh, getting up your roll abilities, oh boy, you have to spend 300 to get to level 5. Ooh. Yeah. Well, so even even scoring an 80, 80 IP awards is not going to do a whole lot for you unless you're trying to buy up some lower rank skills, you know. And this would happen... Like every session, technically. Every session, yeah, it is okay. every session. So. so I mean, that's like a handful of sessions gets you potentially a, a rank yeah. up in your roll ability. So yeah, like yeah, like half a dozen or, or, or fewer even if you're if you're really racking up the IPs. Yeah. If you're doing really well. Yeah. So I think I, this is one of my favorite parts of the new the new edition for sure. This is very cool. Alrighty, so it is nighttime in Night City, mm. appropriately enough. Oh. It's uh, 3 a.m. on April 8th, 2045. What? Mm. See what I did oh there? Oh my god. And uh, three of you are. Wait, where is Night City? Like where is it located in the world? Oh, oh my God! Okay, you, you oh you you want the whole bird's eye view then? All right. You gotta all right. start all the way up into a star and then come all the way down into the world. Hello. All right. So billions of years ago, you don't remember. Billions of years ago, our solar system formed. That's uh, that's one thing you need to know. And <laughs> hello. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, okay, well okay, fine. We'll, we'll we'll start with the super the super uh, bird's eye view, which is um, taken from uh, low Earth orbit, overlooking. Um, what is that? You know, overlooking the planet. Um, we're up currently. We are up in uh, a little uh, space station. Um, that has been retrofitted we'll say into uh, a habitation for a faction known as the high riders uh the high riders are space dwelling high-tech colonists uh primarily from africa who uh used the kilimanjaro mass driver to uh you know good effect uh as far as taking over existing space stations and then um, turning their orbital rock bombardment devices um, earthward. But uh, that's, a, that's a story for another time. Uh, but if you're, cool. <laughs> if you're looking down from uh, the uh, space station, uh, you would see a world mm, much like the one we know in our in our uh, reality, albeit with a slightly reddish tinge to the atmosphere. Lingering atmospheric particles left over from the fourth corporate war of 20 years ago, when a uh, small nuclear device was detonated at the top of Arasaka Tower in Night City on the coast of California. So basically, if you uh, picture Morro Bay, where Morro Bay is, um, 
that's where Night City is. So, Northern California. Yeah, I guess so. It's arguable. Yeah. I think neither side wants to claim it is the problem. Because, like, yeah. I'm from Northern California and I don't claim it. And you're from Southern California and you're not claiming it. <laughs> this is a no man's land. Jim's <laughs> yeah. also from California. So what do you what do you okay. think? Yeah, what's I, I always think it's sort of like Central California. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in, that, it's in that, like, San Luis Obispo, San Jose area. Yeah, no problem. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. It's a long coast. It is. Uh, so Night City was started as um, kind of a, uh, well, not a utopian, but, you know, kind of a uh, a planned community, you know, uh, by one Richard Knight, aka, or, you know, ergo the name. Um, but uh, the dream died long ago, and... Um, Today, Night City is um, an independent entity, a free state, if you will. We won't get too much into the politics of the formerly United States at the moment. Um, just suffice to know that here in Night City, 20 years after the detonation of that, of that uh, nuclear device, um, the city is starting to rebuild itself. Um, the book is at pains to point out this is not technically a post-apocalyptic setting. However, this is not a post-scarcity setting either because there's a lot of scarcity. Uh, the Fourth Corporate War saw a global conflict between uh, several rival um, megacorporations and um, that seriously disrupted the global supply network. And so there are, um, there's just a lot of difficulty in terms of like getting, you know, getting needed, needed supplies, needed resources. Like food or like, or like all different types of things. All different types of things, really. Yeah. Like, um, you know, technology, right. Uh, both in terms of raw materials and in terms of like finished goods, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, food for sure. Um, connection, you know, uh, there was, there was an apocalypse on the net that shut it down. Um, uh, the old world spanning net, uh, was basically destroyed in the course of the, of the war for a variety of reasons. And so now most net, well, all net technology is, um, highly centralized. Uh, it's, it's like in the old days of local area networks, you know, um, individual buildings will have their own networks. Um, now cities are starting to create what they call data pools. So like night city has its own data pool where a lot of things are connected together. There's a lot of like kind of, uh, what we might call like, you know, freaganism going on, you know, like people sort of hooking each other up, you know, for like free transfer of resources, information, you know, things of that nature. Um, but it is still very much, uh, a situation that's in, in flux, you know? Um, so that's kind of where you all, or most of you all come in. Um, nomads, nomads originally were 
people who are just displaced from their land. You know, farmers who are kicked off by, you know, agribusinesses buying up all the arable land in the Midwest. Uh, people just dispossessed from their, you know, economic, uh, you know, uh, classes in wherever they happen to live, you know, and then just turned out homeless um, and without anywhere to go banding together and sort of hitting the open road, you know, um, that was a generation or more ago, a couple generations really. And, um, last generation, the previous generation, there was a movement in the direction of taking the expertise that nomads developed through, you know, their time on the road and turning that into like urban reclamation and that has only accelerated with you know the uh post-war environment right so for example um <laughs> this is actually quite relevant you know in light of the whole drama recently on the suez canal um cargo container ships um they were a casualty of the of the war um you know, they were uh, locked away in port. They weren't allowed to leave port or they were stranded out on the open ocean. Mm. So, you know, there are like free floating container ships, even to this day, you know, loaded with containers that have mint condition agents, you know, or other computers, cyber decks, um, you know, canned food, you name it, just all kinds of resources. And if somebody finds that, brings it back into port, you know, uh, suddenly there's this influx of resources, right? So that's one thing that nomads are doing. Another thing is, of course, just, you know, rebuilding, like converting shanty towns into actual, like, apartment blocks or whatever, you know. Um, they've got the know-how and they've got the tools, right? Um, but when these resources are brought into town through whatever means, it leads to these little pop-up uh, sort of unsanctioned trading conglomerates that are known as night markets. And it is one such night market that we find ourselves this evening. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Des, why don't you give me a roll of 1d6 two times? Good. That was a one. Okay. Good start. Great. Yep. Great. Keep start going. Uh huh. And another one. Oh. Uh, re-roll that. Re-roll that one. Oh my god. Get them all out of the way now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four. All right. Okay. So this particular night market is vending primarily food, drugs, and cyberware. Cool. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. The necessities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, three of you, as I mentioned, are uh, browsing around uh, at this night market. Uh, the market itself is in South Night City, which is classified as a combat zone. That is to say, this is a part of the city where it's every man, woman, and child for themselves. So you gotta, you gotta be on the lookout for trouble. Uh, because trouble will surely find you. 
But for right now, things seem quiet. Let me take you over what? to a little top-down view of oh the old God. night market here. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice Yay. visual. So this looks like a city. There's a lot of um, bright signs, illuminated, um, and these little, basically, stands that are have different types of roofs. Like, some look like they're canvas, and some look like they're, like, corrugated metal. Mm -hmm. Or like a trailer or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's a very Neo Tokyo vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. So, um, so yeah, we'll we'll just assume that uh, Skoden, Dooley, and Wim are browsing amongst these these little um, you know tents and and uh, RVs and whatnot. Just seeing what's available. Uh, so, let's uh, let's start with Dooley. Um, give me Rainy two one d one hundred rolls, please. <laughs> you no know pressure. Okay. Sure. Oh, oh. thirty-seven and six. And six, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are currently at a booth that is vending some uh, poor quality vodka <laughs> and also uh, some cyber audio still mint in box. Ooh. But uh, why don't you why don't you describe Dooley as she stands at this uh, this vendor looking over oh. their wares? I mean, I feel like it's less standing <laughs> and more um, slow rolling um, as I browse across their their setup there. Um, uh -huh. So Dooley is, I mean, she's currently in her work clothes. So um, a very um, inappropriate cowboy outfit. Um, it's in like hollow colors. Um, She's got a cowboy hat. She's got like what should be a, like a cowboy type jacket, but it's very short. Um, she has what would be classified as a t-shirt if it covered more um, chaps with booty shorts underneath um, and her cowboy boots and where spurs might be on some functional boots in rollerblade wheels that she uses as heelys to roll around um, areas. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and in the crook of one arm is her very large pet ferret, Dracula, um, in his outfit as well. Is so. it the matching outfit? It is not a matching outfit. His is much more serious than mine. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he's, he's sort of dressed up like a, a Zorro type figure. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're a pair for sure. Like, is it like a little black, like, broad-brimmed hat and Absolutely a little black it is. cape? And a yes. little, does it have a little mask over his eyes? Well, he has a mask. Yeah. Like, his coloration. Okay, yeah, that's mask. perfect. Like, yeah. What color is Dooley's hair? So, my hair is primarily black. Mm -hmm. I wear it in long braids. Mm -hmm. um, and it's dyed in stripes so that if I braid it correctly, there is, like, a silver, like, Ooh. line through the plate. So, yeah. Cool. 
Love it. And um, yeah, and since I am browsing and in work mode, I'm using my work mode accent um, and affectation. So, Ooh! That would be all right. Yes. So the, uh, the 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 booth attendant, uh, you know, says, "Hey, girly, you want some vodka?" Oh, vodka! You say? Hmm. That does remind me of the old country. Yes. Uh, what do you have? Is it good? <laughs> oh, it's it's the finest. I can assure you. So he uh, he produces like the shittiest looking brand. Yeah. You know. <laughs> It's like Pakistani vodka, you know. What? It's just like <laughs> what they're known for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So honestly, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you if that's a good one. You would have all the power here. How much is it? Oh well, for you, for a pretty lady like yourself, I could. Um, mm, and he kind of scratches his stubbly chin. Ten, ten euros for you. Oh, I guess that's just too bad. We only have to share a bag of kibble with poor Dracula today. Oh, oh it looks like I'm rolling. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Perfect. All right. And so you, you roll on past uh, Wim, who's at another booth, and... Dave's going to give us two D100 rolls, isn't he? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 34. Okay, 34. And a 36. Interesting. Ooh. Two different categories. Um, okay. So, let's see here. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. All right. So, this, uh, this booth, um, they're selling... Uh, well, yes, of course this would attract your attention. They're, they're selling a variety of, um, like, expired medications, you know? Like, various, uh, you know, morphines and, and, and whatnots, you know? Um, uppers, downers, all kinds of things, you know? There's just, like, rack after rack of, like, prescription pill bottles that they've set out. Nope. Oh, you're muted. Does he know that he's muted? (laughs) I don't think he's. I don't think he knows he's muted. <laughs> I didn't know that I was muted. Oh, no. <laughs> so the uh, so the pharmaceuticals are the only thing that are there. Um. Well, maybe, maybe. Just, why don't we? Uh, why don't Why don't we? Why don't we take a little dip into the the basic game mechanics here, oh. and uh, you can give me a perception roll against ah. a difficulty of. Let me see. Let me let me look at their difficulty chart here. Let me, as I kind of familiarize myself here. So basically, what you do is you're going to roll uh, your skill plus your stat plus a d10 versus a difficulty value. I'm going to say difficulty of 13. All right. Hmm. So, quick roll here, and I get a four. Oh. There you go. Um, so, yeah, this does seem a little weird because, like, it's it's a little, like, kind of, um, um, uh, you know, what do they call it? Like a pavilion tent. But they, they've stacked boxes, uh, in a way so that, like, really only the first, like, five feet of the interior of the tent are visible or accessible. So it's almost like they've got something behind that, you know? Of course. 
Yeah. Indeed. So, um, I'm not exactly the persuasive type. In fact, I'm, uh, I, I don't even, I don't really even try to connect with people on a social level like that. It's really, uh, yeah, my conversation persuasion are not, you know, fantastic. So, um, instead <clears throat> I'd like to make the best out of what I can see in front of me because I do make my own pharmaceuticals. I would like to, uh, maybe, uh, maybe get an idea of what, if they're, uh, uh, the prices that they're putting forward are worth my uh, investing in order to uh, to manufacture some of my uh, signature uh, hypos. Sure thing. And uh, and and as you're as you're looking over this uh, these stacks of of uh, bottles, uh, what would a uh, what would an observer see? Like, what do you look like? Oh, indeed. So, um, I definitely. I mean. That, that's an excellent point. I probably don't look like a med tech at the moment because I'm probably not wearing like the uh, the light armor jack that comes when I uh, when I go out with the trauma team. So right. instead, I'm I'm dressed basically like a go ganger. Um, so like <laughs> motorcycle jackets, uh, you know, leather pants, but not like not chaps leather pants, yeah. but like you know, like full protective. They've got like you know knee pads. Um, but also like there's you know there there's kind of that like ridiculous color scheme to it where you know you you're not exactly riding with a lot of lights so you need some bright colors if you're if you're going to avoid being splattered so there's you know there's some clashing like super bright neon red uh, alongside you know some of that um some of that you know intense blue that just you know it's just it's so eye catching <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, you're good. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> we're all just super it, engaged in yeah, this description. Like, what yeah. in the world? Um, and so, like, he's uh, you know he's carrying his helmet under his arm, uh, and like his hair is basically just sticking up in all different directions. Uh, yeah. He's he's Korean, so he's you know his hair is like jet black, um, and so he's you know, it, it kind of basically just looks like he he never cleans his hair after, like before or after he takes off the helmets. <laughs> just ultimate helmet hair. <laughs> nice. Great. Yeah. And so uh in terms of communication like if they're if they're observing him for a longer period of time, he probably doesn't say a great amount. He mostly just sort of points and like asks, you know, like single word questions. Like um so like he'll point at like a bottle of morphine and ask morphine. Right. Just, right. You know, just to confirm things mm -hmm. uh and uh so yeah, doesn't get drawn into like casual conversation very easily um yeah okay yeah that works um oh two notes or well a note and a question uh so yeah we established that you're you kind of do part-time pickup work for uh like contract me uh combat medic teams right yeah and and we were we were saying trauma team but really See, trauma team. One of the things that differentiates them is that they make a whole point. You know, like we only we only have like full time employees. You know, wow. like full time full time medics, but their competitor, REO Meat Wagon. What? I was I was uh, going to say, you know, I contracts for their for their knockoff group, Surgical Squad. Yes, that's <laughs> REO Meat Wagon. REO Meat Wagon is like the gig economy version of trauma team. So. <laughs> so that's who you work for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ario Meat Wagon it is. <laughs> Ario Meat Wagon. Now, um 
the question, and this is kind of one for Rainy and Santi as well. You're you're talking about your leathers and your colors and stuff, so that kind of sparked my my uh, you know uh, question is. Uh, you 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 are part of like the larger Aldecaldo uh, family, which is one of the big like nomad families. What is your pack called? Like, do you have like like kind of like a, a an identifier, a name, a logo? You know, what do you so got? Have we, have we established that uh, that um, uh, Rainy Santi and I are in the same pack? Yes. Okay. Oh, when? when I I feel like. <laughs> Um, Julie would probably know when, at least vaguely, even if they weren't established in a pack because we both come from reclaimer stock, I feel like mm. there'd probably be some interaction there. Mm-hmm. That's true. Julie's kind of a a little bit on the outside, right? Like you're not you're not formally associated with them, but you you do yeah. you do work for them a lot. So yeah, I set up. Uh, but yes, definitely. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Wim and Skoden are are in same pack. Ooh. Ooh, a logo of the Nomad pack. This is the Nomad pack, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of um, like a, a geometric design of a uh, coyote face. Um, so like you, you just have different colored triangles and stuff like that that all put together and they, they form this really evocative representation of a coyote because our whole thing is that, you know, we're, we're transporters, we're, we're runners, mm-hmm. you know, except we're not net runners, we're real world runners. So. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I could. Okay. I could definitely see that on the, you know, like decaled on the front of my bike where the headlights are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like the eyes, or like the coyote's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so are you the coyotes then? Is that the name of your, of your pack? Gosh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want it to be that like on the nose. On the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, it'd have to be, I want to say something like, a different, you know, name or like a coyote or something like that. And that's just more like the symbol or mascot or something like, you know, it's hard to think of. Okay. Coyote, all I can think of is Nuisha. Like Like the dust runners or whatever. You have a little. Ooh. I like that. That's that's dust runners. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. I'm into it. It'll work. Yeah, Dust Runners works for me. Alright. Cool. Okay, so you are evaluating you're evaluating the the quality of these pills. Precisely. Chemistry, that's the one. Alright. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four. Well, um, holy critical shit. success. <laughs> Uh wow. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> good, good. Wow, okay. So let's see. What okay, so what happened what happened there, because roll twenty kinda automates everything, is right. that he rolled a ten. Yeah. And when you roll a ten, you get to roll again and add the second roll as well. Um when you roll a one, that's a critical miss. 
and you have to roll the again and subtract from that. So. So wait, did I get a twenty-four? or Did I get a twenty-six? Because if I rolled a ten and then my chemistry six is plus six. eight, and then you rolled a two as as your follow-up. Uh, okay, roll. so then so. I got twenty-six. 26, yeah. Critical success, that 2 to the rolls. Yeah, so 26. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Wow. Alright, well that's, uh, yeah. So you can see that um, um, these are the real deal. They're not, they're not fake. Um, but they're definitely expired. So that makes so they'd me be a little, Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, then I know it's not, uh, like, <laughs> I've already established that this isn't my forte. But yeah. um, I'm a little concerned now because if they're if they're authentic, that means that they're like ripping off the kind of places that I rip off, you know. <laughs> hey, hey now. <laughs> warehouses and uh, and hospitals because that's that's where this kind of good shit comes from. So yeah. it seems like they uh, seems like these folks went dumpster diving in a you know in a place where people kind of shoot you for dumpster diving. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I'd like to. Uh, I, I think I'll. Uh, I, I think I'll start uh, start paying for some of this stuff because it's uh, it's definitely something I can repurpose into useful uh, into useful meds. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. What are they? What are they asking for this? Uh, oh yeah. Well, no, actually, it's not too bad. Uh, the the most expensive is twenty euros, and it goes down from there. Okay. So. Uh, so I'd like to uh, I'd like to try to make a contact of this out of this person if possible. Ooh, okay. So you're kind of introducing yourself and like your what you do and so yeah, forth. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. So uh, yeah, so you get to you get to talking with uh, with this guy and and um, yeah, he's he's from sub-Saharan Africa, um, and. Uh, and so he, uh, you know, he gets chatting with you and, and, and he says, uh, he says, uh, well, you know, if you're a med tech and you're looking for work, we've, uh, we've got a little operation in the back here. Oh, uh, what sort of, uh, what sort of expertise do you require? Do you know surgery? Uh, I know how to cut someone open and uh, sew them back together. Yes. Well then, we should talk more. <laughs> Why don't we? <laughs> All right, so you uh, you know, you're uh, you know, you've got you got your agents which are like your little smartphones basically and you know, you've got your your business card which you just slot into the agent and it downloads all your information onto the or you know, onto the other person's agent, you know. So you're you're doing that. Uh and uh meanwhile, nearby your uh, your brother in arms, your fellow pack member, uh, Skoden, is uh, just sort of uh, browsing browsing a stall himself there. So why don't we get two one d one hundred rolls for that? All right. right. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, I got one of the numbers I wanted. <laughs> cool. I was hoping for a forty six and two. Because that's one of my favorite tool songs. But... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got an eight. Wow. How specific. You've got to stand for something. 
<laughs> All right. So, um, so you, you you have been drawn by the fact that this booth is actually selling fresh vegetables. Uh, so they've got all kinds of root vegetables out for sale. They've got, uh, they've got carrots and potatoes and onions and ginger and just all kinds of stuff. Just kind of staring at them having really only seen fresh vegetables, uh, in pictures or <laughs> like yeah. poking one to see if it's like real and not, um, plastic or you know, black. It's just yep. like the emoji. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this looks just like the emoji. <laughs> potato emoji. emoji. Yeah, it's potato emoji. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, indeed. Uh, so, so uh, I'm sure that makes for an interesting dichotomy. Uh, because, uh, you don't strike me as the type of person who goes, uh, potato shopping. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. I mean, to see him standing there would be, would be kind of interesting. Because you take, uh, you take Techno Viking and you splice him with Ragnar Lothbrook and you put him <laughs> in, uh, Max Rakatansky, uh, <laughs> leathers and you hang a pistol off his hip and you put some vibrantly uh, brilliant lit up tattoos that you can see going up the neck and maybe up the back of the head behind the ear that, that you can tell go down onto the shoulder that are just uh, vibrantly glowing. Um, and yet he's standing there like just looking at, at an onion as though uh, you could <laughs> stare into its very essence. <laughs> like, this is the apotheosis of onion. <laughs> and it seems uh, at odds with his uh, appearance. Um, so as you are as you are looking that uh, over, you um, you can't help but notice that uh, there's a little. Just a little like cart, really, uh, right next to this vegetable stand. <laughs> this is so weird. Uh, so basically, um, the, uh, the 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 vendor at this cart um, is kind of uh, eyeing you suspiciously. Oh, what's on the uh, what's on the cart? Well, that's the thing is that. Um, He's got a little uh, a plastic tarp covering it. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Um, I think that um, I would like to purchase the onion <laughs> and put it in the pocket <laughs> of my jacket. Uh huh. Uh huh. If I might, if I may. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have enough euro beans? Yeah. I'm ten euro beans, and I think. How much can one this onion is cost? Fresh I mean. food. Yeah, it's a fresh. One produce. of us might. I mean, to intercede here. <laughs> it's one banana. How, How much, much can, can it cost? Ten dollars. How much for just one rib? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is this is a um, well, we'll say it's an onion bulb, right? Mm -hmm. um, but um, it's uh, it's twenty euros. 
for a single onion. Okay. Holy crap. <laughs> meanwhile, onion. meanwhile, Wim's buying like expired estrogen for like five euros. You know, so. Like... <laughs> now that that really says something about the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that uh, I'll I'll ask I'll ask the the vendor. Um, what is the cost then? And he'll tell me, you know. Um, yeah. Price, I suppose, in well, yeah, let the let the vendor interact with you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Don't tell me how to play my vendor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, this is a probably like a Han Chinese uh, older woman, and she she's like you know mostly sign languaging with you since you don't speak mandarin i i assume um yes so she she's like signs you know 10 10 with her fingers twice you know all right cool (laughs) well since i've already picked it up i'll uh i'll take a smell for free (laughs) i'll I'll get the paste i'll get the paste of the cart down the way (laughs) <laughs> and put it, put it back where I found it gingerly yeah. and respectfully place it just so the way I found it so um, and give her a, uh, a, a a deep nod if you will mm-hmm. before turning mm-hmm. my attention to the cart next to it covered by a tarp and, and there's the the purveyor looming over it kind of giving me the hairy eyeball yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of a kind of a short, maybe uh, Cambodian guy, you know, and uh, and he's um, he's looks you up and down, and he and he says, "You a warrior?" When I need to be, what are you selling then? <laughs> Tarps. Is this a tarp cart? <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> but for a powerful man like yourself to be walking around without optical enhancements and he whips the uh tart back and there's like there's basically just like a big tupperware with like a bunch of like cyber eyes in it like uh, marbles almost you know (laughs) but are they clean yeah are they they crusty yeah they are probably used yeah they they could could use a little cleanup yellow oh yeah yeah. filmy (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. I've heard of these things. Yes. Ah, the cyberized. <laughs> are you selling them individually, illegally, or are you uh, pairing them up as required? Uh, your choice, sir. It's uh, 500 for one or 750 for a pair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd have to sell both of my eyes and an arm to afford such a thing. <laughs> I have some friends who can arrange that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you do, my friend. Unfortunately, I don't think I can swing it right now. What do they do? Well, for instance, I push one of them around in the in the bowl, like just at random. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of make little clinky sounds, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so as you're doing that, um, from down the down the row a little bit, a little bit, a, uh, a voice calls out to you. 
Hey, Dust Runner! Mm. All right. I'll have to, uh, you know, gotta be polite, right? So, <laughs> excuse me, just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll turn around towards the sound of the voice and see if I can pick out visually who might have spoken. Oh yes, it's uh, there's no there's no challenge there. It's a uh, a trio, two men and a woman. Um, you know immediately as soon as you clap eyes on them that these are members of a go gang nomad pack called the Wraith. Ooh. And they are the sworn enemies of the Dust Runners. Right. Just imagine them like our team rocket or whatever, because yeah. it's like the matching set, just <laughs> the back of yeah, direction. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. With a cat man and a two weird fashionable types. Yeah. Yeah. The cat man. Sounds good. I would, I would uh, as soon as I see them, stride right up to them. Like, right up to them. Whoa. And, and look them up and down. Yes. How can I help you? <laughs> so as you as you're looking them up and down a, a very strange thing happens because as we just ex established you have two bio eyes right your eyes are your own yeah mm -hmm. and yet suddenly um it's like someone turned on an artificial reality overlay in your vision oh oh a little, little augmented reality going on, like over yes, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, not artificial reality, augmented reality. That's what I meant to say. Uh, yes, yeah, so like suddenly, suddenly it's like you can see all of the um, all of the the connection nodes, the data terminals. It's like you can see an overlay of the local data pool network. Uh, you know, combining with the actual real world okay well uh this is actually going to be very disconcerting <laughs> for me uh and i don't know that i would necessarily uh be able to keep my cool uh when just suddenly having your vision hijacked yes yeah. like so um i don't know how close yeah. i got to my accosters when this happened <laughs> you were you were walking up to them um why don't we yeah speaking of keeping your cool why don't we uh why don't we get an acting role from you? And if you don't have acting, then that's just a cool role. Um D ten plus your cool. And we'll say difficulty on that one. That's gonna be that's gonna be difficult. So fifteen. Alright. Nosa. Oh Oof. Yeah, I don't have acting, so that was Nosa. Rule of six. <laughs> Nice. And a roll of two makes eight. So yeah, you you kind of like, you know, you're you're just you're just starting to say, you know, what can I do for you or what you know what what you were saying. How can uh, I help you? How can I help you? When the words kind of like stick in your throat and then you sort of blanch. And of course to them that looks like, you know, you're uh punking out. Punking yeah. out. Yeah. Out me, yes. Uh, Indeed. I would be like jamming the heel of uh, one palm into one eye or blinking with the other one and then like looking at them both and you know they don't <laughs> nothing changes it doesn't go away 
you know nope. what happens when i close my eyes do i still yeah. see like an overlay or what what's up with it, that? it does go away when you close your eyes okay but as soon as um, i open them it's back it's back exactly right. uh now of course uh, uh whim and Dooley, you both heard that shout hmm. and, and as did many other people who are now starting to clear out you know in, in no trouble <laughs> yeah. when they see it yep well, I mean, I think um, much like when we were wondering who in our group might be the warrior playstyle, if I hear someone going like, oh, here does murder, I'm like, oh no, what if it's Godin? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, of course it is. And he's over there acting weird, I'm assuming. Mm. Wow, just over yeah, there messing yeah, with my eyes right now, kind of hunched over a little bit. I want to say holding out one hand you know, in, in a, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Your hand does this, you're like doing that kind of thing. And just instinctively in a warding off sort of gesture. And, uh, if I get a chance to speak, cause I'm going to assume that it's the, the trio that has done something to me is what I mm. think is, has taken place. So, um, that would be the first thing I say at the first opportunity. What, what have you done, me? Let's see it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> just, just relax. The miracle worker is online now. What? Who's who is speaking? It's just I cannot see you. Step forward. You can relax. <laughs> I'm right here. Where? <laughs> like turning around in circles, <laughs> looking for who's talking. <laughs> So the wraiths, the wraiths are are witnessing this whole thing, and they're just now they're kind of looking at each other. Uh, Wim, you're nearby. You see Skoden's just like apparently having some kind of psychotic episode. They're very uncharacteristic, I want to say for me. But friendly and outgoing, but also just even keeled pretty much. Unless we have a job to do, in which case I am eager to be about it, and so. For me to be like walking like this is not at all typical. Um, can I uh, can I like walk up to him, like get right up in his face, and just sort of you know open one of his eyes to see if he's been poisoned or something? <laughs> yeah, you do that. So so one of the as you as you walk over, one of the wraiths is like, "Hey man, you better get your guy under control there. I think he took some. <laughs> I think he took some bad." Uh, I'm trying to think of a cyberpunk drug. Uh, I think he's... <laughs> so, <laughs> looks like he's tripping on some black lace. Nice. I'll just, uh, I think I'll just kind of like hold out one finger and just be like, uh, "Do I know this guy's name?" <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you, you don't, you don't know each other. You know, like you're, you're sort of like enemies on on principle rather than personal. Although there's certain things with whim. You know that that do make yeah, it personal. Exactly. So I'll just be like, get into that. Just make, <laughs> shut the fuck up, or the next time you're ODing on dwarf, I'm not going to help you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see if you can maybe yeah intimidate them into backing off because they're they're seeing that they have the upper hand here. They're going to milk it mm. if possible. I mean, I suppose that my best would be per, or like. Yeah, that I guess persuasion would be sort of the catch-all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Let's see. Right. Skill of convincing, persuading, or influencing individuals. Yeah, that sounds like it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, I rolled a 10. That's not great. Uh, <laughs> just going to say that right off the bat. Yeah. Not I great. <laughs> I'm not very good with people. I think I've, I think I've yeah. established. <laughs> uh -huh. All right. I should probably roll over. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It's time. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So I am uh, like <laughs> seeing this. Um. These are not people. People. That's usually my job. So. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm rolling over. I still have my ferret in one arm. I'm now like twirling my paintball gun pistol in the other hand, uh -huh. and uh, I'm like, do you? ever want to have a contract again just get out of here <laughs> like it all right so uh so yeah one of them goes oh hey that's that hot cowboy chick who sold us uh that that old beater truck yes it yep. is the hot cowboy chick now <laughs> is there anything else i can do for you <laughs> uh well yeah there's plenty you can do for me baby all right, I would like to um, shoot him in the dick with my paintball gun. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That entirely appropriate response. I have um, I have glow in the dark paintballs. Um, Good. And yeah, so okay. I will use my. <laughs> All right. All right. So they're expecting trouble. So let's get let's get uh, initiative rolls just Sweet. to uh, you know see if you can get the drop on them or not. Uh, so if we flip over, I've kind of got my little airsats uh, GM screen here. All right, so this would be your reflex plus one d ten. Okay, twelve. The twelve as well. Ooh. Cool. <laughs> okay. Resolve ties by rolling again until the higher number wins. Oh, all right, all right, all right. So uh, let's see. So ultimately, Dooley did win that initiative. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah you uh you get to drop on him and uh you're gonna shoot him yeah. you're at essentially zero yards mm -hmm. uh so you... <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah wim should get his kid out now because that's not that's not cute oh man a paintball at point blank range oh no Ugh. 150 Ugh. feet per second or so no uh-huh all right. Enough acceleration to wake you up in the morning, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he says, yeah, there's a lot you can help me with. And then you just like whoosh, quick draw his ass. <laughs> and, whoosh, you know, there's the sound of uh, compressed oh, no. air. And go ahead and roll your uh, reflex plus, uh, uh, you know, gun. weapon skill. Handgun. Yeah. 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 That would be oh. an 18. All right. You only needed a 13 to hit. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, with that, with that, uh, paintball <laughs> shot, all hell breaks loose. So as you can see, I have, uh, set up the, the board here. Um, uh, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, but Des. What? If you want, you can go ahead and give me an interface roll. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, just in general? Just a straight interface roll. Okay, made it. 
I mean, I don't know the. How do I know <laughs> oh. if I make it or not? <laughs> I made the roll literally, but yeah, I don't you, know. Yeah, you did make the roll. You're right. Yes. All right. So, uh, right. So the way it works is that there's always going to be difficulty values that you're trying to beat, mm-hmm. and so let me. It's okay if I failed right away. I'm used to it. Wow, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. All right. So, okay, versus the files. Oh, right. Oh, okay. That makes sense. All right. So, yeah. Um, so, basically, you are you are inside of this consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. And, yes. And... Um, and so you're scanning it, but you're not getting a lot of information yet because it's um, it's uh, very focused on what's going on at the moment. So uh, actually, I don't. Here's the thing: you can take up to three turns. Uh, yeah, three, three actions. moves basically yeah, per turn. Yeah, actions. So uh, that was actually the seven was a failure. So you can try again. Actually, yeah. So I'm still coming scanning, online. Scanning. Coming online. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Scanning. Oh my Ooh. god. <laughs> okay, uh, can you please tell me? Can you I need here's the thing. This is what happens when I don't know what the hell I'm rolling. What am okay. I rolling and okay. what am I trying to beat? And what am I trying to get? Okay. So it's always a 1d10 plus the relevant ability, which in this case is is interface. Okay. Now here you rolled a one. And <laughs> I'm trying to get over You're trying things? to you're trying to meet or exceed a target okay. value. Okay. Here you rolled a one, which means you, you uh, the program went ahead and rolled a second D10 for you and is telling you to subtract it from your final value of five. And it rolled an eight. So that would actually give you a final value of negative three. Great. So that was a failure. Yeah. Obviously. All right. One more time. One here. more time. Let's just, let's just do this. I, I'm not into the roll 20. I'm now officially <laughs> sanctioned as no good for me. I don't have any good luck with it. Yeah. On that uh, note, so you all rolled initiative. Did that go into an initiative tracker? That would be the other question I would have. It could. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're the only one who can open it, though, and it's in your little left right. hand menu. My left hand menu. On Rainy 20, is our, like, she's our, yeah, she's oh, our guide. I close yeah, there. One of them is your turn tracker. Oh, the little clock? Oh, there it is. Haha. Oh, <laughs> no, I can see wow. it too. Yay. Yeah, when you turn it on, we can all see it. Yeah. And yeah. you can auto sort it too. <laughs> so in the options there, you can sort like descending or whatever. Oh, okay. Very cool. I do anything. Why would I be Dooley who got a 17? I guess we'll get to that. But... No, it's not sorted right now. It yeah. just did it based on how they went in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so when let we did me. Roles. Let me just go ahead Home and tits. Sorry, Judith. Sorry, I didn't mean tits. to lose my shit and fly off the handle like that. <laughs> That's my bad. I'll try to stifle myself going forward. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> stifle thyself. I can't, can't believe I just blew up like that, everyone. Apologies. <laughs> my main Sometimes complaint just... about Roll20 is that double-clicking on a token doesn't open the character sheet. I feel like that is a thing um, that should exist. If you shift double click, it should open. Yes! <laughs> Good night, dude. She just oh, has a answer for, for me too. everything. <laughs> it's like watching a gunslinger at work just... <laughs> 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 
It's really amazing. It's remarkable. Pretty <laughs> just, just fan the paintball hammer. Yeah. Wraith. Wraith A, Wraith B. They don't yeah. have names? Come on, keep you're, rolling low. You're not asking me to generate names for individual mooks. That's not happening right now. <laughs> Yeah, they're just no. I die. like the idea they that they're in names. a gang where they're all actually named Wraith yeah. A through D or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, A through L. Yeah, Sweet. we did a good job. I mean, yeah, the team did a great job. Yeah, good rolls, everybody. So, hmm? all right. So Dooley's up first. So, basically, in any uh, <laughs> now here's the thing: uh, Cyberpunk uses rounds and turns, so it's Dooley's round. And then once everybody's had a round, that's one turn. Okay. Okay. So in your round, you can do a one move action and one standard action or whatever they call it. Uh, yes, thing. Um, yeah, just a regular action. So, so we are in this marketplace surrounded by rates. You are. Yep. And you just, let's just say you, you pinged Wraith A uh, in the jewels. So he's mm -hmm. he's actually doubled up, which is why he's almost last in the initiative order there. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but you've got Wraith E standing next to you as well. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little a little flanked, just a little bit. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. um, just a little. Because like. Obviously, the ideal reaction when I do that is they'll go, oh, and then leave, but that didn't happen. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, actually, it seems to have pissed them off. Although, actually, you know what? Let's do a um, let's do a little a little thingamabob. What is it oh, called here? A roll. <laughs> yeah, let's roll some dice. Here's an idea. Oh, my God. No, or don't. In my case, don't roll any dice. <laughs> All right. Oh. On your... Roll them, your... but maybe don't succeed. Yeah, exactly. So on your character, on your character tab there, way down at the bottom, under mm -hmm. reputation, it says face down. Uh huh. Okay, so face down is basically the intimidation, you know, kind of like back off, creep, you know, sort yeah, of thing, uh -huh. right? So although there is also an intimidation skill, which is mm -hmm. interesting. Um, so. I'll leave it up to you if you want to use a skill roll or a face down roll on on your turn. You can certainly do so, and I'll I'll give you a bonus or I'll I'll, I'll reduce the difficulty value since you just popped this guy in the nuts. So yeah, um, I wouldn't mind trying the face down thing. I don't know what the math is behind it, but you know, I don't yeah. have a reputation right now is the thing. So mm -hmm. I assume. It's kind of, I mean, not in my stuff, favor. stuff like this is how you earn a reputation. Oh. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So reputation is something that I can hand out as GM. Uh, and it is um, uh, reputation for something is always established by a character's actions and is then awarded by the GM. When your GM believes your character has done something worthy, worthy of gaining a reputation, they can assign them a reputation level from the table below. This is hmm. your character's reputation. While people may know of the other less impressive deeds your character has accomplished, a new deed's reputation will only replace the old one if the level is higher. And uh, so that can be both be rolled as a D10 check just to see if people have heard of you. Everyone starts at zero, so nobody's heard of you. Uh, and also, it factors into face downs. Face downs are your cool plus a D10 roll plus any reputation you might have. 
Yeah, I'll do a face down. <laughs> yeah, do All it. All right. Um, cool is my best stat, so well, there you it go. serves me well. All right. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi, dice. Hi, dice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, and in this case, there's no, there's actually no uh, set difficulty value. Uh, I just roll my dudes as well. Oh, like uh, it's contested face down. We're like, yeah, mm, exactly. Yeah. But like I said, since you since you popped him in the ghoulies, yeah, uh, I'll give him a minus two. I brought him pool. down to my level because I'm so short. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so I don't think there's a way for me to add a modifier here, so. I'll just do that, and then minus two is ten. Okay. Wow, that was a really good roll. Uh, okay, so <laughs> all right, so you beat him fourteen to ten. Yeah. Uh, okay, so in a tie, both parties are unsure nothing happens. Otherwise, the loser has the option of either backing down or taking minus two to any future actions made against this opponent due to fear until they have defeated them once. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think he's definitely going to be backing down um, on his turn. Uh, but that's Dooley, so unless you also wanted to move. Um, are there any D&D-style rules about me moving away from enemies that I need to be aware of? <laughs> there are no zones of control. There are no attacks of opportunity. Okay. None of that. Um... So I know we said when we were kind of setting up this scene, I think that as shit went down, like the non-combatants are sort of like closing up shop so as not to be yeah. involved in this business. Yes. Right. So right. I assume there isn't like a friendly vendor nearby that I can roll to. Um, but I will um, Healy boot my way um, <laughs> this way <laughs> back back towards the the vodka booth <laughs> yeah still there you're, you, you're, just, you're just like that's right you just kind of like roll yeah yeah i like use the momentum caused by the yeah. paintball um to like just glide backwards while Maybe. looking really tough in a very small package the, yeah, the fadeaway exactly. double deuce. Well, I can't double deuce because I still have my my gun out. But yeah, you can single deuce. Can't hold a gun and uh, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, not anyway, double, whatever. not a double, just a single. Single deuce plus paintball gun. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Also, just for for general reference, you can always split your move so you can move a little bit, take your action, and move some more. You know, so it's and very. Then... To be open. crunchy on mm -hmm. a map like this, yes. How many um, squares can I move in a move? Equal to your move attribute. Statistic. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I can move so many squares. <laughs> wow. Do your right, wheelies not give you like a bonus to your move? Three, four, five, back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. Move. I'm very tiny and very fast. Yeah. True. All right, so that takes us to Wim. All right, so for me, my action is going to be... All right, so I've got a move action and a standard action, and a move is basically just literal movement. Yeah. All right, um, so then I am going to... Uh, let's see. 
think I'm gonna, oh cool, I drag myself, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna move over in this direction. And then I think I'm going to pull out my shotgun because it seems like things are going south. Oh shit, all right, so you duck between two of these shanty shops. Yeah. And uh, unholster your your hog leg, as it were. The works. surgeon, yeah. Yeah, the surgeon. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. All right, so that takes us to Skoden and his little stowaway as well. Yeah, so I feel like I'm still freaking out right now. And so I don't know how combat effective they can be right now. Because when we left, you know, I was like trying to clear my eyes out and I was holding a hand out, yeah, yeah. you know, to to our adversaries. And I was accusing them of, of afflicting me with some sort of cyber attack. And then I was dealing with this voice in my head at the same time. So I had a lot going on. So I don't know if I can just <laughs> shrug that off and start fighting, but you know what I mean? I feel like I'm still kind of in the throes of that. Yeah, right yeah. There. I, so... I'd say so, for sure. So, um, yeah, that sounds like it sounds like a check is in order. But, uh, Des, why don't you go ahead and make some rolls? Really? Uh, the same rolls you were making before. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what the difficulty is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so it's difficulty eight. So you got a 10 this time. Okay. All right. So you're finally able to access the surface level thoughts of Skoden. Mm hmm. And uh, what are, what, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've said I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very, very sorry. Um, okay. And what are those thoughts? Well, kind of what I think what Santiago is just saying, right? Like just confusion, what's happening. I don't know if there's anything else. Okay. Attributing this affliction to these people who, to, to our accosters. Um, mm -hmm. you know, Versus internally. To, yeah. Right. Like this is an external attack, not mm -hmm. what else could it be? They've, they've hacked my bio monitor somehow and now they're using it to fuck with me. Mm -hmm. and take me off the board combat-wise. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're, that's what you're uh, getting, so. That's what I'm getting? Yeah. Okay, um, so I think I'm going to, can I just talk to him? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, scanning, scanning bones for weakness, weak points to better formulate your physical therapy. <laughs> scanning your bones for weak points to better shit what did i just say <laughs> to better to better design your physical therapy uh protocols That's scanning awesome. your bones for weaknesses to ch oh physical therapy protocol has been mm. created <laughs> begin to <laughs> sorry i'm so sorry sorry um, no, you're great. You're doing great. Yeah, keep it up. <laughs> keep it going. Keep it coming. <laughs> Begin by breathing in for 10 seconds and breathe out for five seconds. Starting so... breathing exercises now. And then and then this music starts playing. It's really calming music starts playing. <laughs> timing and then the voice going like 10, 9, 8, 
seven. So six. ironically, with this countdown, my stress levels just fucking skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> Something's about to detonate at, at that point. Six, five, four, <laughs> three. Do I still have an action at this point? Yes. Yeah, so go ahead, go ahead and make a concentration uh, check, please. And yeah, since this is uh under very difficult circumstances um we'll put it at difficulty value 15. oh i totally oh, lied earlier difficulty values can go as high as 29. that's interesting okay <laughs> no, they shouldn't though like they should let's, no. let's ignore that we'll By just law. keep it you said before yeah let's law, keep it at yeah. 14 is the highest yeah yeah, yeah that's what yeah. the gm said yeah. before that is true thank you it is now canon yes yeah. <laughs> yep. immutable yeah, we're, we're taking an originalist view of this. Oh, uh... Wow, fuck you. All right, so. <laughs> hey, hey, fuck you. Right. Well, hey. did your comment. Yeah, I did, I did. I, let, me, let me just type that in really quick. Anyway, all right, yeah, go ahead and make a uh, concentration uh, check. Is there a modifier that I can check, like under stress or something that would fill this, or complex task or something? Or uh, no, I just do a concentration roll? Yeah, that's, that's where the difficulty value comes in. So, like, you know, for example, difficulty value 15, it specifically said uh, under the thing that I was looking at just now. Um, 15. This feat is difficult to accomplish without training or natural talent. You know, critical just... success, though. Oh, look at that shit. Okay, so <laughs> so critical success means that you rolled a natural 10, so it, it adds the 4, so uh, 26 altogether. So, yeah, actually, uh, I would say that Miracle Worker's Protocol is miraculously working on you. Okay. So in... Great job. <laughs> Keep breathing. 10. Oh. Nine, eight, seven, six. So, I just so, want her to make you do some like walking lunges. Yeah, like, oh, we are. Oh, that's next. You're in my <laughs> yeah. brain. Now you're in yeah. my brain. Oh, and that's speaking what I was of thinking about next, speaking of which, does give me uh yeah, give me another interface role for for Pathfinder. Uh, okay. This is this doesn't have a set difficulty value. It's just the higher you roll, the more information you're going to get. All right, 11. No, that's not bad. All it's right, not so. Digit at least. <laughs> all right, so basically, you you discern that you are, uh, yeah, sort of like seated in Skoden's con consciousness. Okay. And that um, you'll be able to access control uh, of various parts of his body, but it will require sort of unlocking, uh, you know, passwords, if you will. If you will. We're, we're mm -hmm. sort of like, we're using that Netrunner terminology here, but, right, you know, it's. Right, right. Mm -hmm. kind of getting past his internal cognitive defenses, essentially. Okay. Yeah, the closest to you, though, what I can confirm is that the closest things you can unlock are being able to control his eyesight <laughs> and also his mouth. Hence the breathing, right? <laughs> so you're doing, like, so what do I, so how do I just say that, like, he's doing his breathing? And well, seems to have a calm, pleasant expression on his mouth, or like right, right now, right now, you you don't have control of any of those things. You have to unlock the passwords to get to them. So, so if 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 we're talking about like as if this were a net architecture, uh, you'd be on level one, and okay. then to get to the control of his eyes, you'd have to get to level three, and okay. to get to control of his mouth, you'd have to get to level five. You see, so 
uh, right now, all that you're doing is you're talking to him and you're kind of interacting with his surface thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's been sufficient, obviously, based on his concentration role. That's been sufficient to, you know, calm him down just on that, mm -hmm. on that uh, note. But let's see here. You did, you did an ID, then you did a, um, a, a Pathfinder. Right. So now you can attempt another action, which is called. Wait, let me uh, look. Backdoor. Uh, backdoor, right? Yeah. So okay. that allows you to attempt to break oh, through no. passwords to get to the next level. So. All right, I'm going to attempt a backdoor. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm if I put your output. And I believe you <laughs> had a program to help you with that, right? Oh yeah. So I do have Worm, which is a program. Um, increase all backdoor checks you make by two as long as the pr program remains rest, which I think it is yes. rest. Mm -hmm. Okay. For some reason, the the text on the icon is. So just to be clear, oh. it's your intention to breach my backdoor with your Worm. Is that what we're saying right now? <laughs> That's exactly, That's what, exactly we're what we're saying. That's exactly what we're saying. Oh boy. Okay. Okey-dokey. <laughs> you are calmed and relaxed first. So at least you are. Yeah, Keep it's breathing. A, it's important. Calm and relaxed. It's important You're to get breathing. Yeah, it's important to get into a state of sort of twilight sleep before you, you, you know, go in mm. with the worm. So yeah, yes, all right. yes. Also, make sure you haven't eaten anything in the last 18 hours. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Clear so we are rolling for interface back door. No, I'm just rolling like shit. This is just the thing oh. that's happening. So All right. Well, you get yeah. plus two from the worm and the for this back door was only eight actually. So Oh, awesome. All right. So you uh so on your next on the next uh round you'll be able to uh move on to the next uh level. So meanwhile, Skoden, uh this is all happening like, you know, real like Basically, in the virtual plane, you can take you know multiple actions per like single right. world action, right? So this is all happening. It happens you know, at the speed of thoughts. Yeah, exactly. And so you're getting this weird, you're getting this weird like mental image of this this little virtual sprite moving through your consciousness with like this this like gold snake like kind of moving in front of her, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it almost looks like as green uh, eyes. Yeah, green eyes, and it almost looks like a, a kind of a like a Central American, like a Aztec dragon or something, you know, so. Mm -hmm. A golden serpent, you say? Mm-hmm. That might show up in my religion. That <laughs> also might, yes, yes. But uh, but what do you want okay. to do? You, you've mastered yourself. You've gotten you've gotten control of yourself. The wraith, the, the gangers, the wraith gangers are just, are just kind of uh, looking at you like you're crazy, uh, you know. So what do you want to do? So I was hunched over, rub, like digging the palm of one heel, <laughs> the heel of one palm into one eye, holding the other hand out in a like, you know, stop kind of gesture. And then right. all of a sudden, as all of this happened, I kind of stood up straight, especially after that first countdown went down and nothing happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Like, this is the strangest attack ever. <laughs> <laughs> but since I can kind of put that aside now, um, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll think to the, the voice in my head if I'm, I'm kind of accepting that that's what's going on, especially since I see this uh, live golden serpent. I, I, I kind of think it might be a vision, um, you know, from 
like I said, from the pantheon of my religion. Mm. And uh, I will, I think I'll be more embracing of it in, in that case. And uh, think to it, well, strap in for the ride then. <laughs> and uh, what I'd like to do is uh, charge and tackle this dude right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. With the uh, the 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 standard, you know, shoulder right into uh, the pelvis, both hands around the backs of the thighs, just carry right to the ground, or his compatriot or the stall behind him or however it shakes out. We'll see. Okay. All right. I, I like that. That works for me. So that's going to be a brawling, uh, mm. check. Let's see. I need to hide my modifiers. No, I don't. There we go. Okay. Cause brawling's in skills, not in combat. So. Yes. Let's just one. see what happens. All Ooh, right. Holy oh my. shit. Jesus. Let's go with All a 23 right. to get the party started. Nobody gets to complain <laughs> about roll 20 dice rollers ever again. <laughs> you can complain well, as much as you want. You just need to oh my God. max as much as Sasha yeah. has for his Well, that's that too. Yeah. Yeah. Or you oh, just that, build a combat machine. The min maxing like, this helps. This is what I do. <laughs> does turn your camera off. All right. So. The min maxing definitely helps. All right. All right, so uh, this guy—that's for sure. <laughs> this guy gets to make an avoision roll. Ah, uh, not good mm. enough. Good try. What did he try. need to get? What did it? It was a he seventeen. Need, he needed to uh, equal or beat okay. that twenty-three. Yeah, right. this system's totally new to me. That's why I'm just like, oh no, I, I get that. I get that. So, so you, so you're always rolling against either a static difficulty value, or if it's between two people, it's an opposed roll. So it's a little bit like Pendragon in that way, you know, mm-hmm. where you're just trying to beat the other person, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, okay, so let's see. You're doing a flying tackle into this guy, and the damage you do is yeah. based on your body, which is uh, an obscene ten, if I remember correctly. Correct. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so, your body is ten. Yes. Yes. Mine's three. <laughs> <laughs> No, we all have our blind spots. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so let's see here. Um, brawling is also a skill for initiating and defending. Do you want to grapple the guy or do you just want to knock him down? No, um, so I'm going for like, if you remember uh, when <laughs> the first time Furiosa and Max meet each other uh-huh. by the war rig when the brides are, are bathing and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And as soon as Max is distracted, she just charges yeah. right at him yeah. and yeah. tackles him, takes him down. And then she goes for the like, punches him with her stump and goes for the shotgun and all that. Yeah, I'm going for that kind of scene. So follow up to the ta- that tackle is the full mount so that you gotcha. know, on the subsequent turn, it's ground and pound time. And this gotcha. is a, a routine that Skoden thinks of as make an example. <laughs> if you right. splatter enough of this dude's blood on yourself and his friends, you can look at the other guy like, you want to be next? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and go from there. Okay. So while, while this is happening, I think there's still the keep breathing. Ten, <laughs> nine, eight, Right, because you're... You're right. in. You're basically in a sensory deprivation chamber right now, yeah. since you haven't accessed his eyes yet. So you don't right. know what's actually I don't, going on outside no. of this, you know, dome. Yeah, I know uh, he's moving. Did you hear when I uh, like? What did my like thoughts 
each come through you know yeah, i think I, mean? I think you can think like, to each other because she she did access your surface thoughts so mm-hmm. okay yeah, she can hear so your you thoughts. were able to hear those like yeah get on board for the ride then like, yeah you actually mm-hmm. hear then mm-hmm. get on board mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Cool. okay so um yeah it's 3d6 damage with body 10. Mm. Oof. So now this is where the um, dice roller comes in handy. Indeed. I can just change this little drop down to three and hit that. There you go. Ooh. All right. Ooh, that's that's painful. That's more than half his hit points. Oh. Yeah, that's a 13. Those of you uh, playing playing along at home. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. So something we need to pay attention to, I assume... Ah. Let's see. Okay, I assume the program's going to tell us this, but um, we'll keep an eye out for it as well. Whenever two or more dice rolled for damage from a melee or ranged attack come up six, because you're always rolling d6s for damage, uh, you've inflicted a critical injury. So it looks like you just rolled one six, sadly. Um, but you can inflict a critical injury anytime you're rolling two or more dice, even if you roll, you know, just a, a two sixes, you know, I mean, it's still 12 points damage, so nothing to sneeze at, but still, you know, um, you don't necessarily have to like knock the person down to less than half hit points or anything like that. But that being said, less than half hit points is seriously wounded. Uh, minus two to all actions and uh, yeah. So I'm thinking there was some uh, de- debris or stacks of something in front of that uh, mm-hmm. vendor stall there or something like that that we just kind of crunched into and, and all that and debris went flying and so on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, total chaos. Uh, a bunch of boxes come, come pouring down on top of both of you. And, you know, like as soon as you hit him, like he just, you know, expelled a, a big gob of blood right out of his mouth, you know, like you cracked his sternum probably, you know. Oh, Jesus. Celebration, yeah. baby. Yeah. All right. So we'll move the two of you kind of like so. Excuse me. And then that will be Skoden. All right. So Wraith D comes up next. Now, Wraith D, she's further south here. She was uh, waiting on her uh, on her euro over here at this food stand, <laughs> and uh, and she's just hearing a lot of commotion. She hears one of her buddies screaming in pain, and then sees Dooley wheeling the fuck out of there. Um, she sees uh, Wim kind of backpedaling out between these uh, tents here and Mm-mm. pulling pulling out his shotgun, and then she hears this like loud crashing noise. And this is all more or less simultaneous. That was the other thing I was going to say is that every round is assumed to take three seconds but so is every turn. So it's mm. like all of this is happening more or less simultaneously, right? Right. Uh, so it's just this, this total commotion. So she is going to pull her pistol and uh, point it at Wim. And, and then, uh, but she's not gonna start shooting it. She doesn't know what's going on. So she just shouts out like, hey, what the fuck's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> So that's her action. She's taking. She's basically lining up an aim shot on Wim. Okay. Mm. So that's her. Wraith B. Okay. Wraith B is this guy right here. All right. He just saw Skoden go crashing into his uh, buddy. So uh, he's he's not about to stand for that. 
So he's going to get in on this uh, by drawing his shiv and going after Skoden. Ooh. I don't have access to the eyes yet. No, unfortunately. Next turn. Um, okay, so that's going to be a brawling check, and Skoden rolls evasion to not get stabbed. Oh, holy shit! I rolled a critical success. I got oh. a twenty-nine. Oh no! <laughs> All right. I might take a, a shiv to the flanks. Yeah, yeah. might. Yeah, might. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Skoden rolled an eighteen. Yeah, hmm. which in and of itself would normally be an excellent. Outstanding. I could only oh. wish for a roll like that. <laughs> All right. Well, fortunately, it's it is just indeed a shiv, so it only does d6 damage. Um, but it ignores half your armor protection. So that is a four. And uh, so whatever your body armor is, I don't know. Uh, it's a light armor jack at 11. 11. So you would have six points of protection against this. So yeah, you feel you feel something like kind of whack into your back, but it doesn't actually get through your, your uh, okay. jacket. Do I reduce the SP of my uh, body armor accordingly? Thank you for asking. Indeed you do. You lose a point of armor. Oh, just one. Oh. Mm -hmm. I like <laughs> it. All right. Next we've got Wraith E, who's also hearing noise. He's going to move. Wraith A, as I said, is going to run off. <laughs> clutching his junk. Oh. Uh, Six, so he's running down that way. Clutching his chartreuse oh. oh, junk. But since I <laughs> faced him down like successfully, can I have a cool one-liner? Can we like Yeah. Like yeah, retro course. that like before yeah, yeah. I roll away? Yeah. So it's like, you know, I shoot him with the paintball gun in the pants piece. And then <laughs> you know because he was trying to come on to me. That's the right. whole reason this yep. yes. thing started to be. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And I said, mm -hmm. Oh, looks like you got a little excited too early in like roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love it. Nice, I love nice. it. <laughs> All right. And then lastly we have Wraith C who is currently tussling with Skoden, so we'll mm -hmm. just do a brawling check uh, as she attempts to fight you off. Uh, mm. Yeah. Wow, look at that. I even threw in the, the mm. wounded modifier. Mm. Nice. All right. You know, respect. Is that a pose? Do I need to. Uh, uh, this would be evasion. roll as well? Or? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, good. So you fend off her attempts to, uh, you know, just kind of throw you off, hurl you off. Wow. All right. Impressive. So we're back to the top of the round with Dooley. So Dooley, you can see this wraith, you know, to the quote unquote south of you, uh, drawing a bead on whim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I can see that in the actions information. Yes. It is does not use your action to draw an accessible weapon, as long as you're not having to stow anything. Right. So I would offer that because the thing in my non-paintball hand <laughs> is a ferret <laughs> who can just toddle off 
to the vodka stand uh -huh. that I have a free hand to sure. access my other weapon. That's fine. So in a scene much like Alucard in Helsing drawing his impossibly long deagles, um, <laughs> <laughs> out of my saddlebag just... comes this like giant, very heavy pistol. Because <laughs> 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 that's my other weapon. <laughs> <laughs> It's not concealable, but it can fit in a bag. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> love it. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give Wim a look like, should I just point it? Or do you need me to do something? Wim, I, I'm not sure if Wim's looking at you since someone's pointing a gun at him and is addressing him at the moment. Yeah, I He's mean. talking free. Talking is free, absolutely. Okay. Or, or if you want to take an aiming action and just kind of get into a like, reservoir dog style standoff here, you know that's cool too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I have my paintball yeah. gun and my giant gun. There you go. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> my favorite kind of standoff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, as opposed to the uh, uh, you know breakfast at Tiffany's standoff or the yeah, or anyway. the, the office standoff. The office standoff. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So you've drawn the you've drawn the pistol. You're taking aim. Do you want to say something? Um. Yeah, and since I wouldn't be affecting my accent with whim, I'd say, "Whim, just say the word if you need help." Mm. Mm. I've got your back. <laughs> <laughs> and the wall behind it, and the guy behind that wall, <laughs> and the wall behind him. <laughs> I technically also have a hundred bullets in my bag. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, okay, well, let's see what Wim's going to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, so someone's pointing a gun at me. I'm not, I'm not exactly happy about that. Yeah. Um, so um, <laughs> I am going to, since I've got my gun out, yeah. Um, I'm going to do sort of like a uh, dive uh, one square east. Uh-huh. And I think at that point, I would I have line of sight on this guy to my south? Sure. That's sneaking up on my buddy, Skoden. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I will, you know, pump around unnecessarily. And... <laughs> <laughs> Do the Hollywood rack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to take the shot. All Ooh. right. So, yeah, you're shooting through a little, uh, um, you know, vending tent, you know, that's like uh, selling, you know, a bunch of uh, pickled uh, food, you know, so it's all in jars and stuff. So it'll right. be satisfyingly so explosive. So I'm like aiming, yeah, past a, a bunch of fold-out tables. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. All right. right, so Very let's good. see. Let's see, so All you're right. using shoulder arms with shotgun. Are you firing slug, I assume? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I that's, I that's the default, so. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that there's an option for shotgun shell, but I didn't see what that does. Right, so. uh, let's see. In addition to slugs, shotguns can also fire shells. You can't make an aimed shot with a shell when you fire make one ranged attack versus a DV-13. So you're not actually... Oh, uh, I'm not actually going against their evasion. I'm going against just a default value. 
Well, uh, normally, uh, okay, so evasion can only be used in a ranged attack if your reflexes are eight or higher. Okay. Normally, there's a handy dandy little range table here, mm. which is presumably based on like real ballistics, you know, values or something. Right. Um, that I cross reference against the range. But with shells, it's just a flat DB. Okay. Uh, if successful, every target in front of you within six yards, three squares that you can see takes 3d6 damage if you hit. So uh, it's it's just an area attack version, yeah, basically. Sounds yeah. like I'm definitely doing a slug then, since yeah. I have 5d6 damage. All right, yeah. so rolling my attack. OK, you need a 13 or higher. And you got I got it. a 19. OK. Well done. Nice. All right, and then so rolling damage. Yes, sir. 17. I did. I only rolled one six. Darn. Oh, sad. Sad. Yeah. So All right. seventeen. All right, seventeen, and let me check his armor. He just has light leathers, I think. All right, four points of protection. All right, so he. Uh, great. So he takes uh, thirteen points of damage. All right, so he takes thirteen points of damage, which is also enough to seriously discommode him. Cool. All right. <laughs> I like that um, I've sort of noticed this, just like kind of looking at all the, the different damage stats. Like, it's, you know, you basically did as much damage with the shotgun as Skoden did with a flying tackle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and also like some of these, some of these, nice. some of these like um, outlaw gangers have like fucking little little forearm crossbows, of course, you know? And like, <laughs> oh and my like God. those do as much damage as a heavy pistol, you know? So like, I just, I oh, like shit. how the damage is calibrated to be like, yeah, it yeah. Doesn't, you know, like you can fuck somebody up all kinds of different ways, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> I'm kind of curious, like, so wraiths, do they generally have like a, a standard, like they carry certain levels of weapons or like, what are they exactly? Excellent question. Let's take a quick detour into some lore here. Um, so wraiths and the reason why they are despised by the Aldecaldos is that they belong to a nomad family known informally as the Raffin Shiv. And the Raffin Shiv are the most hated nomads. Even among the normally permissive nomad society, these people are considered subhuman. The Raffin oh. Shiv, the name is a derivation of several colloquial contractions and pejoratives, are scavengers and sociopaths who prey on the innocent and the weak in nomad tribes. They're generally found in places beyond the reach of the law and the rest of American culture. They're outcasts, renegades, and betrayers. They steal from, kill, or enslave any whom they can trap. Huh, nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so the Wraiths are the largest group of Raffin Shiv. Uh, they travel mostly at night and prey on the sleeping and unwary. Their leader wow. is named their leader is named Dog Killer. Rumored hmm. to wear and is rumored to wear clothing of human skin. What? <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Sounds like someone we can do without. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Although they also infamously have a custom car with near one thousand horsepower called the Reaver. Is that something from like Mad Max? It sounds very Mad Max. Does it come with it? a guy playing a guitar like yeah, in the front? It's, yes, exactly. Who has a whole backstory? Yeah. yeah. Does it come yeah. with like random BDSM go go yeah, dancer guys 
Just a bunch of boys with boob windows in their clothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boob, boob windows, windows and guitars. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. So uh, you watch as this, you know, as this uh, wraith, this raffin goes down with blood trailing from the slug wound, uh, you know, in his shoulder. Mm. Uh, and, you know, with the proper Wilhelm scream as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. So. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well so done, that takes everyone. us to Skoden slash Miracle Worker. Nice. So how do you figure out um, who goes first? Yeah. Uh, let's let's do Miracle Worker first, just because you're operating in, in cyberspace and whatnot, you know. That checks out. I'm into that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to attempt to interface um, again. Yep. So um, and I, a... I'm going to be going with with scanning again um, or pathfinding. You don't need a path. You, well, you can pathfind to find out more. If you want to uh, get access to his eyes, though, you, you can now do that because you broke the password last uh, last turn. So. For his eyes, yeah. So now I can see what's going on around You can me. attempt to. You can attempt oh. to. Okay. So that is a control. Control. Uh, That's right. Mm -hmm. Control. Okay. I don't yeah, think you I... have any programs to help you with that. I don't. No. Unfortunately. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, I say this now. <laughs> All right. Your DB no, is No, it's a... definitely not okay. Okay, yeah, your DB is a 10 for this one, so you can try again. You're okay. close. Trying again. Try, try again. Hey, okay. there you go. That was a critical success. I can't control it, so I can see. Now Not suddenly, only, yes. there's like a, there's a view. There's a room with a view. So you, um, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. so now you can see, That's you can see through his eyes. Yes. Um, and if you remember, uh, you you also have the sort of virtual virtuality goggle view, you know, so you can yes. see all the various nodes and electronic, you know, uh, overlays of this kind of other systems, reality. other yeah. systems that are there. So what is what exactly. is around there? No, oh, I'd no. have to do I'd have to do some pathfinding to do that to check that out. Uh, that would be scanning. Um, scanning. So you can certainly do that. But of course, right now, as soon as the eyes come online, so to speak, uh, you know, right. you see this, you see this, this very, <laughs> um, very skeezy, scabby woman on the ground, you know, and like, she's just, she has this like animalistic look in her eye. Blood is like flecked on her lips, you know, and like her nose is bleeding, but she's like fighting, you know, it looks like a cornered animal, you know, and, and you can see Skoden's like big ropey, arms like holding her down like one of the fists like coming back to to start pounding you know huh okay so that's a lot um mm -hmm. detecting deviation from the protocol <laughs> regain composure regain composure and begin breathing exercises detecting deviation <laughs> All right, this if you is not roll, part of your protocol if you want to roll a scan as your final action you can yeah i'm gonna so, do that i'm gonna yeah. try yeah try a really scan fast. no that's a hard Ooh, no that's a hard god no. damn okay. yeah well that makes sense you're you're quite rattled by you know the sudden yeah what i'm seeing vision yeah mm -hmm. okay all right, so speaking of which, 
All right, so Skoden, you are up. All right. So I'm, I'm hearing, um, in contrast to what I believe is um, <laughs> a, a serpent, uh, a world serpent child of, of Loki <laughs> in my head, <laughs> in direct contrast to that, I'm hearing this soothing voice <laughs> uh, talking about the uh, physical therapy protocols and, and so on. Yeah. So that, that contrast is a little distracting. But, uh, you know, they, uh, gods work in mysterious ways. <laughs> so who am I to, to question that? But uh, I, th I think I would, you know, I'm thinking of it just as, as prayer, basically, at this point. And I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'd like to thoroughly apologize in advance. But <laughs> but I would say something like, um, Jormungandr, I'll be with you in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and just see how many times I can hit this person on my uh, on my turn. Right, right. They're, they're doing the whole like you know throwing arms out, trying to just like pushing them aside, and then as soon as you have an opening, just dropping yeah. Mjolnir right on the uh, mm. this area, right in the T zone. In <laughs> the T zone. All right. All right, so more than uh, once, if possible, but I don't, I don't know, I don't think that's a thing, at least not yet. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, no. I, as far as like multiple attacks, yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah. It, well, it depends. Wait. I guess you can do multiple attacks if you have a high rate of fire. Uh, mm -hmm. Which actually, you know what? A light melee weapon has a rate of fire of two, so I would say that a punch would have a rate of fire of two. So sure, you can strike twice. Nice. Why not? Those were just mm. two quick punches. All right, sweet. That's going to be a brawling roll, I mm -hmm. assume. You got it. Brawling roll number one. Let's go. Odin died my fist. That's so the first one was 20. Yeah. And then the second was 15 minus 8. Right. So, uh, yeah. Seven. Mm. All right. So, yeah, your, your second blow, you know, is just kind of weak. Uh, you know, you're. It's not really even really a punch. You're just kind of flailing with it, and she she's able to would deflect that... that one. But go ahead and roll damage to the first. Okay. So I was thinking the first one hits. I like the idea of the second one being just like a total miss. Mm -hmm. Like it still hit, like impacts the ground with the same oh. strength, but it doesn't okay. hit her. Oh sure, you know sure. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So she dodges the manages mm -hmm. to dodge the second one or something like that. Just for yeah. dramatic effect. Is that that's still three d six? Still 3d6. Right. All right. A, a poultry 10. A poultry 10, <laughs> indeed. All right. Well, that's not going to be enough to take her out, sadly. All right. That's fine, though. All right. Wraith D is up next. All right. Mm. So let's see. Wim did move out of rain, uh, line of sight. So Wraith D is going to come up a little bit, like kind of diagonally across the lane there and just start capping at Dooley. Oh, shit. Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. Rude, first of all. But... First of all, rude, you know. <laughs> right, let's see here. So she has got a... Very heavy pistol as well. Oof. Nah. 
<laughs> nah, man. Here we go. All right. Ooh. That is a hit. Ooh. 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 <clears throat> you don't have a... Your reflex is an eight or higher, Randy? Nope. Oof. Mm, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm going to be trying to buy up first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the very heavy is 4d6, I believe. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, all right, so... And your uh, armor, Rainy, is what? Uh, body armor is 11. 11, okay. Oh. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I, rolled, me. I rolled three ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> The opposite of a critical injury. Pretty much. <laughs> I feel yeah. healthier. Like, hey, you feel yeah. a little bit better, yeah. And knock something into into place. Yeah, like I got shot with a like a, like a little spinach shot. Like, <laughs> Vitamin C. Yeah, my immune system feels recharged. My chakras are cleared. My That's right. skin is moisturized. I'm thriving. It's all those things. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Oh yeah, the armor ablation thing. I just I did want to double check on that because it says if you end up taking any damage, your armor in that location is oh is still ablated. Okay. Yeah. So try getting remaining. Oh okay, I see. So it's ablated regardless. That's what they're saying. All right, got it. All right, so you do lose a point of protection on your armor. Okay. But yeah, you you just you you feel like you know one of the epaulets on your on your jacket gets like nipped off by the bullet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. All right. Good job, Wraith D. God, what I hire you people for. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Is that Wraith B? I think that no, that's Wraith C. Where'd Wraith B go? Oh, there he is. All right. So when I tried to shank Skoden last time. Uh I think he's just gonna keep trying to shank you, you know. That's typically how shanking works. You know? Yeah, you just yeah. Yeah. Shank, really shankinator. <laughs> you kind of get into the zone, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Bobby Shankar over here. All right, oh you my got God. a uh, you got a five with that critical <laughs> fail. So <laughs> yeah, you need an uh, evasion roll from me. Yeah. Can yeah. I even evade since I'm engaged with someone else? Or uh, technically, yeah, because it's you know you're just you're you're rolling around on the ground, you know. So got it. And oh, you could always roll one roll. yourself. Oh, okay. oh or you wow. Can success. 31. <laughs> Critical yeah. success. 33. Yeah. <laughs> I could roll a 33. Yeah, you maybe you could. Looks like you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, if they critical failed better. and I critically succeeded, yeah. like yeah. did they stab their buddy? You actually, you actually <laughs> grab, you actually grab the knife with your flexing bicep and disarm him that way. Uh, flexing glutes. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> the vice. The butt cheek vice. Butt yeah, cheek just, it vice. just bounces right off your flexed glute. And, uh, I don't, nice. Yeah. I don't have that cyberware installed, the, the butt cheek vice. <laughs> <laughs> you come oh. in handy. All right. Wow. Okay, Wraith B. All right, Wraith E. All right, so he's the one who got capped. So mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna run for it. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's just he's bye 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 bye, and same <laughs> with A. Okay, 
Okay. So yeah. So like at this point, you know, a lot of people, I mean, there's been a lot of screaming. What are we on? Is this uh, turn two or three? I kind of lost track. Uh, we're about to start turn three. About to start turn three. Yeah. So it has only been six seconds, people. Uh, <laughs> so there's been a lot of like gunfire, crashing, screaming, um, and yeah, like ha like one third of the of the gang are already running for it. So. Mm. Uh, okay, so that takes us to Wraith C, who is the Wraith on the ground. All <laughs> Wraith right. on the ground. <laughs> Wraith down. Wraith down. <laughs> All right, so she has no choice but to continue to try and rip your ear off. Mm. It's nothing personal. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. A negative one. Negative one. Wait. Wow. If you, you can't crit a negative, can you? <laughs> No, you can't, unfortunately. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't like keep it, going down. <laughs> yeah. Like <it. laughs> yeah, no, she's... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> evasion roll, just for formality's sake. I suppose you could actually roll worse than her. Nope. All right. Damn. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. Yep. So I like that Skoden's, like, fighting two of these raids at once. He's barely not even, not even noticing one of them, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that takes us back to the top of the order. Dooley coming up to bat. I would like to spend one of my three seconds mm -hmm. looking in dismay and anger at my damaged <laughs> jacket shoulder. Uh -oh. <laughs> like the the tassel that got nicked or whatever. I'm just like, yeah. what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> um, and then I will shoot my big gun because that's rude. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you. Oh, can that's just making me think of Spaceballs with he shot my hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So you can oh. aim your shot and shoot on the same, you know, uh, round. Um, you take a minus eight to your to your roll, but in exchange, you can aim for the head or the leg. The head doubles damage. The leg obviously, you know, cripples the person. So. While you're thinking about that, I love the idea of your Heelys. Like when you're about to shoot your hand cannon, they like convert to like anchoring spikes that <laughs> into the ground. Like a, like a yeah. glitter boy from yeah. Rifts, you know? Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah, stabilize yeah. you, anchor you, and just like draw down with this giant. Nice. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Love it. Technology to look into. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, minus eight feels like a lot. It is it a is. lot. It is a lot. It's like a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, you are pretty close range, so your 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 target number is thirteen. So effectively, you'd have to roll a twenty-one or higher. I've never fired this weapon before, probably in her life as well. Uh -huh. I, mean, I assume she's not getting into these kind of scrapes that often so far. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna go regular for now. Okay. <laughs> See how she does. Yep. Then we'll go from there. All right. So attack with. The kid. Oh, a, hey, see, see, that's why you don't. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's another yeah, critical yeah, yeah. failure. So yeah, so you're like you say, you've never, you've only ever fired this thing down at the range, and right. so your your adrenaline's getting the better of you here, and your your shot just goes super wide, you know, some somewhere off in the distance, the window, you know, smashes from yeah, the I'm uh, just... impact. I just cannot recover my cool after seeing my jacket well, be so brutally. That's a just good point. Priorities. Yeah. What? Yeah. 
what even um <laughs> but i i will um hmm yeah i'm i'm a i'm a roll this way <laughs> <laughs> yep all right so you you duck back across the lane get a little bit of cover between the two of you um, uh, one note about cover in Cyberpunk, uh, basically there's no such thing as partial cover. You know, it doesn't affect uh, target numbers or anything. If you do manage to get behind some kind of cover, that, that protects you completely until, okay. they're, until they can wear down the cover's protection or else move to a place where they can see you, so. All right, so Wim is up. All right. Um, so Wim's kind of, you know, he's on his uh, he's on his side. He's got his gun out. He just shot one guy. So I think he's just going to like roll over to the other side. Yep. And uh, shoot the uh, the guy who's trying to shiv Skoden. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there's going to be an aim involved in this because even though it's, I guess I'm not technically moving location, I'm still moving like pivoting. Yeah. 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 That's fine. So, yeah. All right. All right, so you are less than six yards, so you're 13 or higher. Oh my god. Mm. Oh, you guys. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, nope. <laughs> Shot uh, goes wrong. You know, stands to reason. I mean, Skoden, even though he's down on the ground, he, he is between you and your target, so you, you aim a little too high, just out of yeah, I don't wanna, caution, you know. Yeah, I don't want to hit Skoden, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, that yeah. guy might have complete cover from Skoden's size 10 body. Yeah, that's true too. That's true, you'll have to blast through Skoden first. That's right, that's right. You want to make an omelet. A cyber omelet. Cyber omelet. <laughs> All, right. All right. And so, then, um, yes. oh, I guess yeah. uh, I have a little move left, right? Uh, yeah, well, you have uh, as much of your move as, as your move stat tells you you do, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna stand up and move into this position here, and that way I can kind of have like a full beat on the guy uh, from a standing position, and that way I don't have to, you know, try to shoot high. I can actually just shoot straight next time. Sure, sounds good. Yeah. Okay, so that brings up Miracle Worker. What would you oh. like to do? So I'm just seeing this violence, right? I'm yeah. just seeing everything yeah. that's happening, and. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, um, you can take a moment to think about it and we'll go to Skoden. Yeah, I just, I need, I, I don't like how I'm going first because, like, I feel like I would be, I would be augmenting my okay. self based on what he's doing because, like, the way that the, the, um, you know, the whatever I am, Netrunner, whatever, um, right, that I'm <laughs> entity, kind of, nice. um, entity, I'm just sort of like, trying to tailor myself and learning about this client as they're working on stuff. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. So, so I think to... that's why I'm feeling a little frustrated and weirded out. Okay, that's fine. So let's yeah. go to Scope. Figuring it out, feeling it out. That makes yeah. sense. Exactly. I get it. Exactly. All right, cool. You just keep pounding this dude, or <laughs> this person, until <laughs> the job's done. I mean, uh -huh. it's really simple and straightforward. Yeah, so. yeah. Whereas miracle workers like turn requires a lot of nuance and a lot of thought and a lot of you know stuff like that, it's a very very simple. You just pound it until it stops moving. So um, that's what we're going up uh, for next. So, uh, cool. 
see. Rolling one. There you go. There's a, that's a bit more like it. That's a bit more like the sauce we like. And brawling two. Oh my god. 27. Oh, ay, ay, ay. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. being axed, not in the back door, but uh, still effective. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First, first evasion is an eight. Oh, Second oh, evasion oh. is a 14. Okay. So both hit. So, uh, ouch, 3d6 damage each punch. All right. So, punch one. Bam. Seven. Oh. Okay. A glancing blow. A glancing blow. Lining up uh, number two. Nine. Okay. Hmm. All right. So, total. after armor, 15 minus, uh, well, let's see. So, she, she's got four points armor. So, three and five. So, that's eight total. So that is enough to knock her down below one. So, ouch. All right, so she has to make a death a save. All right. Uh, she didn't make, make it, so we killed her. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, that, that was quick. <laughs> Oh dear. That's how this works. Oh dear, exactly, yes. Well, all right. So Santiago is freaked out, but Spoden is another day at the office. So, <laughs> do I still have a move then? You is do. That, like, you do. I can stand up, like maybe holding the like collar of the limp body in the other hand uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> and turn my gaze on the, the remaining guy, you know, uh-huh. like, um, you know, and, and make make kind of a, a shoulder roll sort of thing like uh ooh, actually we'll do one of my favorite moves yeah so you stand up you're holding the limp body by the collar the blood and teeth ripping off of your knuckles <laughs> and uh you drop it and you roll your shoulders and then you, you do that uh uh henry travel for mission impossible like uh where you you cock your arms thing you know you're like <laughs> like and, and then put up your dukes to face the other guy Damn. All right. Welp. <laughs> what do you want to do, Miracle Worker? <laughs> I have control over the eyes, right? You do. Indeed, you do. Okay. Do I, I have to roll my interface to control? Uh, no, you got control last uh, turn, so you, you retained control. So what starts happening is there is water coming out of these eyes. Hmm. <laughs> They're just leaking water and can't stop hmm. crying. Hmm. Watering nice. eyes. That's awesome. It's tears. So is that replete with like well, that's what I'm saying. Is like there there's there's crying and weeping and then there's like, you know, watering yeah. eyes, like then they're different. And I feel like one's like an emotional response and the other one's like a physical response. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm wondering where we're at with that, which one is happening, you know, because I think there's a distinct difference and I I'm agree. good either way. I just, I want to know. No, I know. But the fact that there is no emotion, I don't have any control over that, but I have control yeah. over the eyes. You're activating the tear the eyes. Basically. The eyes are weeping as though you were weeping, like yeah. crying emotionally. Gotcha. Um, so but there's you're not necessarily alligator tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't, why don't we get another concentration roll from, uh, from Skoden just to see, see how okay. it comes out. 
That is in uh, skills. Here we go. Skill. All right. Yep. So yeah, it is. It is literally just like yeah, crocodiles running down your face, which I think actually even adds to how fucking freaky this looks. Because <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> holding this like ragdoll body, your fist is covered in blood and like a bit of a tooth, you know. And there's, <laughs> you look like a total badass, but there's just tears streaming down your cheeks. Just you know? streaming down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Yep. That's. That's super cool, actually. That's I love it. awesome. I love it. Yeah, I, same. Like, cause you're just like, look what you made me do, almost. <laughs> you know, yeah. with that. Yeah. That's, oh, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well done, and that takes us to the resident badass on the wraith side here, who's fully in a firefight with Dooley at this point. What? Well, they, to be fair, they shot like a spinach. Uh, they were shooting around each other. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. it's like one of those carnival, like you know, shooting ranges. So. <laughs> right. All right. So yeah, she's gonna take a shot at you. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. So that is okay. So she's a little further out. She needs a fifteen or better to get ya. So we'll see what she can do with the handgun skill. Ah, uh, an 18, sadly. All right, so that does hit. And 4d6. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will take another point off my armor. Yeah, she's just she's digging the hell out of your, you know, couture, uh, you know. Kevlar this, this, jacket. Yeah, this really is like a Wild West show. Like you're both just sort of like shooting parts off of each other. Yeah, your, your hat just like flies straight up in the air, you know? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, 46 and got a seven. There's a, oh. a lot of slide whistle noises and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. And uh, let's see. So. Wraith B. Okay, so yeah, he's gonna book it as well. He's gonna fuck yeah. out. Uh, four, five, six. So he's yeah, he just runs. He runs straight behind Dooley, you know, without even. Uh, now, of course, Wraith D will see that, so that might be some clue as to what's going on for her. Um, and then I think I'm just gonna delete these other guys off the map because they're running for it, and unless anyone wants to take a shot at them. Uh, no. E and mm. I, I've got a short range weapon, so not so much. All right. I just feel like you know, we'll we'll have a part two of this when they, you know, recoup and upgrade their crossbows or whatever it is they're doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 They come back with ballistas strapped to their arms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Julie, you're up. It's your your chance to uh, get some revenge. All right. I'm learning through doing that this is a range-based thing my difficulty yes and since i have a high movement that means that i can go like mm -hmm, like here and yep. shoot and then move again yes. back yeah okay you can totally do the john woo thing you know just running yeah. by capping you know yeah so. i'll make sure to buy some pigeons later please do throw I really appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. thank you, thank you. Really perfect oh yeah now i will try again <laughs> 
<laughs> All of you guys. That was I amazing. Mean, no love, <laughs> no guarantees here, but she has shot my clothes twice, which yeah. I'm very upset about. That's unacceptable. Very upsetting. It's very upsetting. Unacceptable. 13 or higher, and you got it. Woo! My favorite kind of got it, which is barely technically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> technically you got it. Yay. Oh shit! And the seventeen damage, nice. So, All right. And then I go whoop. <laughs> like, <back laughs> there. So so literally like a pop up attack. You just jump yeah. out, shoot her, then jump back behind then, yeah, to cover. That's fine. Yeah. Totally fine. That's thirteen points of damage. And. Let me make that adjustment here. All right, so she is wounded. There we go. All right, so Wim, you're up next. All right. I'm going to get basically to this position, and um, they look, this person looks in bad shape, right? Uh, they're, yeah, uh, Dooley tagged her with a pretty good shot, so you see some blood running down her leg. All right. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to let her know that I've got the drop on her and say, um, I want you to put it down and I'll patch you up. Ooh, how generous of you. All right. Uh, let me give her, let me give her a cool roll. Oh God, she has horrible cool. Okay, so she sees you and drops the pistol. All right, cool. Uh, Yes, so immediately, as soon as the pistol clashes to the ground, uh, what's your name? Okay, so uh, that's an excellent question. You're, you're, you're definitely going to name these uh, people somewhere. Yeah. All right, so uh, so she just says, uh, people call me Slide. Slide. Mm-hmm. I guess the only letter in that name that, that's capitalized is the D. Oh, of course. <laughs> Always the D. Always yeah. the D. Indeed. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I just... Uh, all right. Nice to meet you. You made a good choice. <laughs> all right. So you're going to... Yeah, let's do a little a little preview of how the... Uh, or not preview, but a little, a little run-through of how this kind of thing works. So... Um, Okay, so she is seriously wounded since she's less than half hit points. So the first thing to do is make a stabilization check. Uh, uh, indeed. Yes, and you can do that with first aid or paramedic. So I was looking at that and I wasn't sure. It seemed a little confusing because the first aid uses your tech and your first aid, right? Yep. But the paramedic says just paramedic plus D10. So is it like a D10 plus paramedic plus D10? No, it, it's it's saying tech plus first aid or paramedic. It's the, oh, it's kind of, okay. Imagine a parentheses around those. Okay. So, yeah. so interesting that paramedic doesn't like have its own, like isn't better, I guess. Yes. Um, let's see here. So first aid is capable of stabilizing wound states and quick fixing only the most common critical injuries. Paramedic is capable of stabilizing wound states and quick fixing or treating all but the deadliest critical injuries. So it's a little bit, I, it sounds like it's a little bit left up to my, my discretion as to what, what you can treat. Oh, here we go. Actually, no, it's on the table. I see. So like paramedic, <laughs> uh, 
basically the difference isn't in the stabilization, it's in the treating of critical injuries. So uh, if she had suffered a collapsed lung, for example, I paramedic uh, is the only thing that could treat that. But a torn muscle can be treated with first aid or paramedic. All right. So it sounds like I'm using first aid then. Yeah. All right. Let's see if I can treat her. Uh, what's my target? Uh, target is 13. Oh, yeah. Um, there we go. I rolled a two and I still did it. Because you're a med tech. Because I'm a med tech. <laughs> All right. Well, Yay. you get her, uh, yeah, you get her patched up. And um, uh, did you have any end game on that? Or are you just going to let her go? You're going to take her uh, home no, I and wanna, put her uh, in an aquarium? I, or what's going on? I, I kind of want to kind of want to keep her around and, and chat her up, you know, get the, uh, get sort of the scoop why, uh, what the, what the ravens are doing here. This is, is this their turf? I thought this was our turf. Ooh, shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're gonna chatter up. Uh, and then how about Skoden? How are you how are you feeling about this uh, voice in your head? <laughs> well, very confused. Because as far as far as I'm concerned at this point, this is your Mungunder speaking to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, trying to uh, reveal something about my destiny. But they're focused on um, on on controlling my breathing and maybe calming me down. So I think maybe um, I, I would try to comply with that. I guess if that's what they're still doing, or, or maybe if I if I remember that, you know, like what was the last thing they were saying to me? I was busy at the moment, but now we're clear. So right, um, right. trying to catch up, you know, replay that in my mind. Um, okay. but I think I'll see to the, if, if it's, uh, I mean, if, if you're just asking how I'm feeling about that, that's the answer. If it's not my actual turn. Uh, no, no. If, if there's something you want to do. Yeah. I just wanted to see to the, uh, to my fallen foe and treat them respectfully and, um, oh, reassure okay. them that a good death is its own reward and, oh. um, kind of arrange them in a dignified position or uh, standing up to, to look to my uh, companions. As, as dignified as possible with a, with a caved-in face, yeah. Um, right, like you don't want to leave them in, you know, downward-facing dog or child pose or something. <laughs> That's posed very, you know what I mean? You want to leave them... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right the fitting of a capable warrior. Hmm, okay. So you're hearing that, Miracle Worker. What do you think about it? Um, so what I'm hearing is you want to honor their spirit, the spirit of this person. Yeah, absolutely. They died gloriously in battle, so they get to live forever in the halls of Valhalla. Okay. Hmm. Um, my beliefs, at least. Right, 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 right. All right, so I'm seeing what, so what are you doing exactly? So I had, you know, held them by the collar and then sort of dropped them as I squared off with their, mm -hmm. uh, their, their friend. And mm -hmm. so I feel like they kind of ragdolled and maybe landed, you know, Family Guy style with the one arm behind the back, sort right, of thing, right? right, right. Just in a, in a, in a, in a angle, right, in a yeah. heap. Yeah. So I'm just kind of laying them on their back, straightening them out. You know what I mean? Maybe putting their hands on their, their chests. You know. Um, mm -hmm straightening their their jacket and what have you 
you know, that sort of thing. Okay. All right. So, so the tears are still going. <laughs> and I'm crying all over them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're seeing that. And so then you're, you're hearing um, this, this word, like you're hearing this phrase over and over again. And it's yuk-ole. Yuk-ole. Mm. Yuk-ole. Mm. And the mm. tears are just so, like flowing. Like you never had this many tears, probably. Not sure. Probably but not. Yeah. It's a lot of tears. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not not in recent memory. I think there's definitely <laughs> right. uh, some trauma in the past that. Uh, oh, what's coming up? What are those thoughts that are popping up? Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Yeah, the first time I beat Gosh, somebody I to death with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't have my family crisis filled out. Is the mm-hmm. thing. So I don't, don't know if that was saved to be revealed later, or if I just dropped them. <laughs> Not one. Yeah, it's um, possible that it got dropped during one of the three versions of the character sheets we've been through. <laughs> right, I, I, don't, I don't know. So I don't. I don't have that. But we might have to retcon that. Yeah, I mean, but, mm-hmm. but probably something to do with that because that is part of your life path is you generate that family crisis. Mm. Um, yeah, why don't we so, why don't we put a pin in that? We'll save that for the the top of the next session. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. going around and getting everybody's sort of final final position here at the end of the fight. So Skoden's mm-hmm. kind of thinking, musing on this on this traumatic memory, and so with Dooley, uh, you're seeing Wim patching up this. You know, so and so who just shot off parts of your parts of your you know fleek outfit. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> well, I mean, when should I assume this is kind of in character for you? Like you're a helper person. I'm <laughs> like, I'm essentially neutral towards people, and dead people tend not to be able to pay me for my medical services. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, so you will be billing for this. Oh my oh, of god, course. of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> why, why do you think I'm buttering them up? I need to know where to send the bill to. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. General delivery. So I'll also be taking a look at the person murdered to see if they have any cyberware that I can harvest. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously this person pisses me off, but they didn't kill me or anything either. So I think I'd be calling out because the whole reason this started was that Skoden started acting weird. Um, yeah. And uh, so I'd call out to him and I'd be like, do you need help with the tailor or should I go check on Skoden? Ah, uh, just, yeah, just go check on, uh, check on the big guy. He seemed to be acting kind of strange. All right. Like, don't, don't, maybe don't use as much of the pain meds as normal, you know. So then I'd roll over here to see what's going on. Use and then the barf all over myself because bodies and stuff. Like that. <laughs> Just like, oh, oh. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so yeah. So Dooley's checking on Skoden. Wim's treating Slide. And, hmm. uh, yeah, I think we'll just leave it there for now, and you can all muse about the strange events of this night market uh, before our next session. 
and uh, mm. think about can where you're going to go from here. see if all of these wraiths are secretly named after ancient <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls songs or something. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kind of general 90s alternative rock, you know. Wraith uh -huh. B was, uh, you know, like... Um, Mr. Jo Mr. Jones, for example. Uh, that's yeah. Wraith A was just creep. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. Weirdly, Wraith um... E was I only want to be with you, which is a real mouthful, but you know. Yeah. Uh... Oh my god. That's why they run away, so they don't have to explain the names and stuff. They're like, it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm just waiting to meet 3 a.m. is is all. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, on that bizarre note, we'll, uh, we'll leave it off for this week. Uh, I hope everyone had a good time. I know it was you know a little rough getting into it the last couple sessions, and we had technical difficulties and everything. But hopefully, everyone's kind of getting their sea legs, their sea punk legs, if you will. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Are we? Um, is this still being, is the wiki still being built on World Anvil? I don't know yet. That's my next task is to get work, working on the wiki and I haven't decided okay. whether to do World Anvil or Obsidian. What Portal. about experience? You promised experience uh, stuff. <laughs> oh my God, you experienced cover. Well, I, I thought we were gonna get a little further than- uh, Oh, I see. But- so Everything oh, actually, we did. No, no, hold on, hold on. Oh, so on. what you're so saying it, is, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna promise you experience at the beginning and then I'm gonna shame you for asking for it at the beginning. I see, I see. Okay, I see. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. He's he's parsing through the doing better chapter. That's right. That's right. So what that means is I can't give you mission experience, but I can give you individual experience. So let's. Uh, we don't get to succeed as a group. That's right. <laughs> succeed as individuals. That's right. Okay, so let's go through this. Uh, I left my notes in the other room as to what everybody was, but I'm sure you all remember. So. Let's start. Uh, let's start with Rainy. Actually, so you were a role, oh, role player? player, socializer. Socializer. Oh, okay. Right. Oh shoot. Okay, so you didn't get a lot of chances to socialize, but that's. But remember, this is also out of character socialization. Yep. So, let's see here. Frequent and effective use of supportive or helpful activities. Okay. Well, hey, hey, you really helped me out with roll twenty, actually. Yes. So yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here. That was really important. Yeah. Uh, frequent effective use of supportive or helpful activities that are beneficial in maintaining party unity and cohesion. Yeah. True. Yeah. Let's, let's see if we scored a little higher on the role player matrix here. Uh, let's see. Again, you know, it was kind of a combat heavy thing, but right. we did shoot a guy in the dick, so. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. some that solid role playing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it got us into trouble. It, it did. did actually. So I would oh, say role-playing actions were critical to the entire party in this game. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> Better or worse. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so you earned 70 improvement points then. Damn. Yeah. All right, Des. Uh, how about you? What were you? I'm uh, more on the explorer and then role player. The hex so I feel like I I was learning about the world. And it's lore. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Trying to establish an alliance and uh, meeting somebody new in the world. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And mm -hmm. Um, 
that's about it for exploring. Not not a whole lot of role playing, unfortunately. I yeah, feel like I was no, trying to, but well, no, you actually did a great job with that too. I'd say, but I think your explorer is going to net you a bit higher this time. And um, let's see, critical. Cool. Oh yeah, so you're going to get sixty because your use of investigation or exploration to uncover an important person, place, clue, or thing was critical to the character in this game session. Mm-hmm. So cool. You'll get sixty. All Despite right. My complaining and grousing. Oh, it's fine, Shimp. Uh, so I'm an explorer role player. Okay, so same yeah. same as Des. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's see here. I really liked your your bit at the end where you were taking care of the of the wraith. I mean, you had every right to. I mean, you know, you heard what I read as your your nomad family views these people as subhuman. So I mean, you know, you could have completely just you know come up behind her and put a hole through her chest. You know, you didn't. Mm. Uh, so I would say. Very use, very effective or clever use of role playing, clever interaction or important role playing moment would definitely count. Um, so yeah, that would be fifty for that one. Cool. Thank you. Uh huh. And Santi, I am a warrior role player. Right. So let's look at this warrior thing here. Uh, let's see. Allowing the character to defeat a major opponent. No. Uh, very effective or clever use of combat skills, defeating several un- several opponents in unexpected or unusual ways. <laughs> Boy, that was oh, we're going to be thinking about yeah. that one for a while. <laughs> Did something out of the ordinary with use of combat skills, defeating an opponent. See, now I think doing that flying tackle was actually uh, mm-hmm. very uh, unexpected. That was rather than just sitting back, yeah. and, you know, opening fire with your pistol there. I had to get into the mix to protect my my pack. My yeah. Pack. Glad you didn't chop up anybody. So okay. yeah, I appreciate that. But I would actually say yeah. that's forty points. But I'd actually give you fifty for the role player because the way you were interacting with Miracle Worker and just kind of like letting that interfere with your you know ability to sort of you know kick butt uh, basically mm. would be a very effective or clever use of role playing an important role-playing moment. So I'll give you 50 for that. Okay. So that's 50 total. Yep. Cool. Where do we put that? Did I miss where you said we could put that? Uh, It's on the character tab at the Mm -hmm. bottom left. Okay, Ah. thank you. Improvement points? Improvement points. Very sane. Oh, Oh, cool. And we can can actually create a log of how we spend them, too. That's awesome. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yes. All right. Well, on that note, then, we will move off for the week. We can be mm-hmm. next time. <laughs>